0: Hello and welcome to episode 126 of the Super Horror Bros Podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike.
1: It's time bro, it's time.
0: It is time indeed, the big one is finally here. Unfortunately, 2018 is coming to an end. It's been a very good year, we get to look oh, back I'm on it so all. I'm so excited
1: for this. Um...
0: Well, a very good year in terms of horror movies. Um,
1: uh, I mean, we've we've looked at obviously we've got our list created and like we've seen so many movies this year and like I think we've got strong lists all around. I can't wait to talk about it.
0: Yeah, this was the hardest it was by far. And um, obviously, we'll get into it when we do our top ten. Um, but it was it was very difficult. But yeah, we're here to celebrate the year. Um, obviously, we've seen a lot of movies this year, a lot of different TV shows as well. Um, and so yeah, we're gonna kind of Boy, run our yeah um we're gonna run down sort of our top 10 um that we've kind of been arguing about off air for the last few weeks (laughs) um we've somehow managed to get it down to 10 movies god knows i I don't know every year like every
1: year
0: yeah every every year i'm like there's no way we're actually gonna get this down to 10 um because there's just so many movies that we enjoy um but yeah we somehow done it so we're gonna do that of course um
1: i mean i mean upgrade was the clear winner so yeah exactly
0: done. it was just upgrade duplicated in like, 2019 guys <laughs> oh dear yeah i'm so glad that the upgrade like meme is coming to an end after this show
1: <laughs> you think it's coming to the end after this show <laughs> you don't think it's gonna be my movie of next year
0: because <laughs> we'll never <laughs> have to mention it again um is it out on
1: blu-ray yet because if not then it'll be my movie of next year as well
0: god damn it um but yeah, we're going to go over sort of uh, some of your guys' responses as well about your favorite movie, sort of put it out on Twitter. Um, so hopefully you guys responded to that as well. Um, and then finally, we kind of have like our, our other separate categories. We kind of need a name for them, really. They only really have a. Nice well, yeah, name for them. I mean,
1: forget the Oscars, guys. It's a Super Horror Bros. award show. Like, exactly.
0: So if you these, listened last year. This is
1: this, the award that matters. The best actor, <laughs> best actress, this is the award that they care about
0: exactly um so yeah if you listened last year it was the exact same setup as last year um same eight categories we kind of talked about maybe adding some but we we thought in the end that it was just it was fine to keep them as they were um and so yeah i guess we should dive right in obviously we usually have the news um there really isn't anything worthy in regards to this week um the only one i wanted to mention was um sort of as a little psa for people because i mentioned it i think at the the end of the last episode um this kind of and rumors surrounding black mirror um <laughs> and i of course always want to give a
1: pie some... <laughs> no
0: and th- this is not the last time black mirror will be mentioned on the show um hopefully um and uh yeah kind of the rumors surrounding basically it all started with like this listing on netflix just appeared that said um uh, black mirror bandersnatch and it said december 28th um I believe it was on like a Twitter account or something and that, that always got taken down. But if you actually search um, for that on Netflix now, it does pop up. Um, oh, and shit. You can, yeah, you can see it. It says Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Um, it doesn't have the date on there, um, but it does say a Netflix film underneath it. Um, and no one was kind of saying about this before. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's season five. And I was like, well, why would they call season five like one word? Like, I don't know. This mm. always felt to me. Like, and I remember talking it about like this last special. year. Yeah, like I remember saying last year, where obviously this is what I wanted from Black Mirror. Like, if they, if they haven't got six episodes ready, that's fine. Like, if you want to just do like a you know a little standalone mini movie, I'm all down for that. Um, and so yeah, there's a lot of rumors. Tried it. Sorry,
1: it wasn't too bad last time they tried that. Yeah,
0: I, I watched it two days ago. Uh, White oh, Christmas. Yeah. Um, still my. Tis, tis uh, well, yeah. the season. i was gonna say it's the season for it um it's still my favorite episode of black mirror and honestly it might be like my favorite episode of television ever like it gets better yeah. each time i watch it um the acting including
1: like- ash versus evil dead in that conversation
0: I mean, they didn't have a Christmas episode, though. Like, <laughs> I know.
1: let's not go into that right now. No, I was going to say we'll save
0: the TV. Yeah, well, we've got the good TV talk later, because of course one of our categories is best TV show, and God knows how we picked the winner for that one. Uh, I still don't know right. how we how we survived that, but um, yeah, Black Mirror, hopefully just around the horizon. Obviously, hopefully, fingers crossed, this might be one of the first things we cover in 2019.
1: Um, we've got a few on the list, man. We've got. I know, a few.
0: <laughs> I know. I honestly like it's crazy how busy it is and like obviously we'll get into it shortly about how many movies we've watched this year but there's still so many things on a list that We're like oh i wish we had time for this i wish yeah, we had time for we that. we missed like, some
1: man but what can you do
0: no you, you you literally cannot see them all um but yeah cannot wait for this one obviously very very excited um and yeah that's pretty much the only thing i want to mention really um shall we shall we dive wait. right into the main list
1: i mean let's do it man
0: right let's talk about our top 10 horror films of 2018 So yeah, as as we sort of mentioned at the start of the show, really, this is sort of our our joint list of our favorite horror movies of the year. Um, We Mm -hmm. sort of create this throughout the year. This is um, something that does literally go on sort of behind the scenes for you guys. This is something that is an ongoing thing throughout the entire year, and especially our categories as well. Um, And it becomes increasingly difficult because pretty much (laughs) any movie that we're like, that was good, that we enjoyed, we kind of add it as like a maybe. Yeah, I had like
1: um, 25 goddamn movies, so I had to start to narrow down to 10.
0: It was horrific this year It really was. Yeah. Um so yeah, obviously. In a kind good of way. Come... Oh yeah, absolutely. Um so obviously this is like our third year doing the show now, so this is our third best of. Um so obviously in 2016 we co- we started in March. Um we saw 27 new movies that year. Um, and obviously made a top ten out of it, <laughs> which is pretty funny when you think about it. And that was we pretty tried, solid. That was a solid top ten as well. Um, <laughs> was pretty
1: solid, were not it? Maybe
0: we were just really picky with what we watched then. But um, and yeah. then obviously last year <laughs> obviously we, we
1: for... really wasn't, bro.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I remember some of these movies. Um, but yeah, last year, um, obviously we did it for the full year, so that's sort of a better comparison to this year, really, where we've also done it for another full year. Um, last year we saw thirty-seven new films. um Jeez good number obviously getting down a top Decent. 10 are uh, difficult Decent. this year we we watched 52 new movies um we smashed it yeah one a week so, guys
1: one a week exactly we one it. a week this is we this is
0: it. new horror movies that were released this year um Whew. that's insane when you think about it um and obviously getting that down to a top 10 was very very difficult um we've done it yeah, we've somehow done it. Um, just a quick sort of breakdown of this movie. So twenty of those were on the, at the cinema, which is way more than I was expecting. Did you think that was around that number?
1: I don't know. Actually, I'm not surprised by that. Um,
0: to be honest, I didn't think there was like twenty horror movies that got worldwide releases. Like, yeah. I don't know, oh, yeah, I And you included
1: Fright Fest from that, presumably. Yeah. Well. So, yeah,
0: so that's so there's twenty cinema plus the nine we saw at Fright Fest. Um, yeah. so there's sort of twenty nine on the big screen. Um, and then the the rest of the numbers is eight Netflix originals. Um, which is pretty interesting. And then the remaining 15 were just sort of on demand horror releases. Um, So yeah, an interesting breakdown. Like I really did not expect the vast majority to be cinema releases. And especially when you include Fright Fest 29 on the big screen, more than half, um, (laughs)
1: I don't know. I know how many times I've sat in that goddamn cinema this year. Like, yeah, I <laughs> know,
0: definitely. Tell I me Feel about like we it. should
1: get our own seat at this point.
0: I know we really should, and like, because we see so many movies as well. Not for the show this year, in particular. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And it's yeah, it's been a wild, wild year. But um, oh yeah, I've very, come very, to very be
1: seen over a hundred new movies
0: this year. Yeah, it's insane. insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so many of those would have been at the cinema as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that, that's a few stats for you. Um, obviously, yeah. So honorable mentions because we have to mention some films
1: so this is when we talk about 42 movies
0: <laughs> yeah Perfect i was gonna life. say do we start with leprechaun <laughs> we shall not no uh, it um, sadly did not make the top 10 listen to it last week's episode that yeah. was really good
1: i mean uh, i guess i need to get it out of the way like go on then my honorable mention is shockingly upgrade
0: oh my god <sighs> yeah what an upset
1: I made a decision, guys. This made... wasn't
0: me, by the way, before everyone starts hating me.
1: Yeah, I made a decision that it's, it was one or nothing. <laughs>
0: um... <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. I really do. I, I felt the same way about Leprechaun, to be honest.
1: Yeah. No, I just ultimately, when I sat down to do this list, I just felt like I loved Upgrade for all the reasons that, that weren't horror related, and I didn't really feel it as a horror movie. <laughs> And I was starting to bump it down the list because of the fact that I was like, you're not really a horror movie, so should you be in my top three? Should you be in my top five? And I'm like, if I'm just going to chuck it in really low in the list because I'm like, well, I loved it, but it's not a horror movie, then do I just start chucking in other movies that I love that I don't think is a horror movie? So Mm. in the end, I wanted to keep it pure, um, but my God, I love Upgrade.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair
1: the time will not you know it's not going to finish now don't you worry guys i will keep talking about it
0: <laughs> um sort of in that similar vein really one for me would have been the shape of water um hmm. obviously we did a show on it um go and check that out we we sort of g- gave some very in-depth you've checked out up show. <laughs> um you've uh we we sort of gave in depth reasons at the time as to why we were covering it, but why it was never really been going to be considered for a year end list. Um, mm. when you're judging the best horror movies of the year, um, but I'm yeah, at that time to... it
1: was probably the best movie we'd seen for the show that year. But we'd already said that like we don't really feel like it'll be part of our year ender because yeah, it's definitely, not...
0: <laughs> and it's it's still yeah. one of my favorite movies of the year. Mm. I adore the movie; it's fantastic. I, I wish nothing but goodwill for the Del-, Del Toro going forward. Um, he's obviously a mate, a big horror guy. Um, yeah. and yeah, the movie's awesome but like say it was never i was never going to be championing it for a sort of a horror top 10 um should i be the unpopular one (laughs) go for
1: it ah boy well guys (laughs) against popular opinion that's gonna
0: be yeah that's gonna be the theme with this list
1: (laughs) yeah hereditary also did not make our top 10 now before you turn off we really liked the movie Mm. um i think like for me it exceeded my expectations i really enjoyed the movie it had a massive shock in it and really was entertaining it's not our type of movie we do not like these kind of haunting kind of you know not not it's not really a ghost story but this kind of those type of films that we've seen a hell of a lot of now Mm. this is by far one of the best we've ever seen could you imagine if this came out like five years exactly (laughs) exactly but however at this point it's so oversaturated and in a year for horror that i think actually kind of spans the breadth of the genre way more than we've had in prior years where we've we've seen almost a bit of everything this year Mm. it's not like we've seen a ton of ghost movies or a ton of slashers or whatever um you know i i just felt like you know th- this was one of the best of that genre but we've we've said many many times that this is not the genre for us mm. so like or the subgenre so yeah as much as we liked it and as much as we know you guys like it we had to t- stay true to the movies that we personally enjoyed the most and hereditary didn't quite make it
0: yeah, definitely. And I think that was the, the thing, really. It was kind of like a law of averages of we both hmm. liked the movie um, and obviously seeing it early on. And it kind of just slowly slipped down the list. And then, yeah, by the end of the year, when we were both kind of champion for the movies that we really enjoyed, it was kind of both around the bottom. I um, yeah, haven't know, seen
1: a- so many movies. We saw comfortably 10 that were like our sort of movies. You know, yeah. That,
0: that were our genres
1: and good ones of that.
0: I would say that, like fairly comfortably, maybe the last two years, this would have been a movie that would have definitely snuck in oh, the bottom half of the top ten. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. But it just, it just wasn't going to happen this yeah. year because, like you say, there are movies that we love that aren't on the list. Yeah,
1: <laughs> very similar to Witch, like a couple of years ago. Mm. You
0: know? Yeah, um,
1: you know, same sort of thing.
0: Definitely. Um, Yeah. I just wanted to give a shout out as well to Unsane. Um, It was a movie that we saw very early on in the year and we, we saw it at a time when we were seeing a lot of great movies as well. Um, So it would have been easy to kind of gloss over it. Um, But I love the movie so much. And it was, I think it's one of the most underrated and underappreciated movies of the year. um, It's a very different movie. You know, as I said,
1: like the breadth of the genre, like this was something new really that I haven't Mm. felt like we've seen a good one of anyway. Ignore the iPhone gimmick. Like I'm just talking about the actual story of this film, you know,
0: oh yeah definitely but even even with the gimmick i find it interesting because i feel like if anyone else really did that it, it isn't like to me the gimmick works is you get basically like an oscar nominated director who's made movies for a hundred million dollars and then make him shoot a movie like it's a student film um yeah. and that is kind of like a really interesting and then also the other take it's it a cool
1: is, idea but the movie itself was interesting enough for me
0: yeah, definitely. But like, I, I really liked seeing someone like Claire Foy, who is obviously like a amazing actress, one of the best there is. But in this really small stripped down performance, because you wouldn't mm. see that on of her, you know, of, of a character or an actor of her ilk. Um, and definitely, definitely some of the other actors were strong in that as well. So I, I loved Insane for sure. And it was the, that was one of the definitely the last few that, to kind of get cut. Yeah, Um, I guess
1: I guess we'll just very briefly say Perfect Skin as well. I feel like we have to yeah um our boy richard you know we were lucky enough to get a screener of this early i'm not sure when the actual release is set yet Mm. um definitely one though that you guys should check out um it was a really fun little you know little kind of low budget horror movie it was really close to making my 10 my personal 10 um as i think it was yours but it Mm. it narrowly missed out on both and then ultimately didn't make the combined top 10 but really great little film that we thoroughly enjoyed yeah for um, sure hopefully more we... people
0: get to see it in 2019 really
1: do you want to move um, into our um unofficial 11
0: yeah so this is this is our top 11 <laughs> pretty much because it, it just feels harsh to not allow it so yeah in at number 11 um is the revenge.
1: unofficial we want to keep it at 10 but
0: yeah yeah, it's it. unofficial but yeah revenge um obviously we, we saw this sort of mid-year it was a movie that we were very excited for um i remember it was on sort of your upcoming uh list at the start of the it's year course. And um, obviously, a very simple um, kind of concept. Um, but yeah, one that what worked we've seen really before, well. but it, was, it yeah. was good. If it's done well, um, it can be great. And this was done really well. An amazing lead performance, gory as hell. Um, yeah. One of the most insane movies I've seen on the big screen all year. Um, and I think that it was, you know, if, if it had nailed these one or two elements that we were kind of critical of in our review, mm-hmm. I think this would have been easily in the top 10. Um, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm shocked it didn't make it. You know, when I was making my list, I had a couple of like nailed on ones and I thought this was going to be one of them. But it just, you know, the amount of movies we've seen, it just slipped away.
0: Yeah, for sure. But yeah, Revenge is great. Obviously, I highly recommend everyone watches it. It was obviously it came to Shudder recently. Um, Mm. I have no idea if it's still on there. I don't
1: think it's still on there. I think it just had a
0: limited run, but
1: I might be wrong.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I like I think that's right because Shudder are weird, man. Like I don't like that mm-hmm. how how quickly movies get taken off. Um, it really frustrates me. But um, yeah, hopefully people will get to check it out because it's really good. Um, but yeah, that was that was the long winded intro. Are we, are we actually ready to begin the list?
1: Do it, man. Go for it.
0: Ah, uh, in at number ten. So get ready for everyone to be angry when your favorites <laughs> aren't in here. Um, because <laughs> we, this is
1: we didn't put Hereditary in, but what did we put in?
0: <laughs> we put in the predator yeah we did guys <laughs> now what's funny with this movie is that i'm already seeing a few articles recently where it's like defending 2018's most hated horror movie and and it's like it's funny that the defense for this movie has already started yeah, um, and i feel like it's one of the many occasions um or well, not many occasions but there's been a few hell occasions. i'm gonna die on man well i think it's i think it's it's a sign where we're going to be on the right side of history because we saw the movie and we bloody loved it. Um, yeah. And I, and I really think this is going to have a positive reception uh, in the yeah. coming years. Um, it's a super solid sequel. It's fun as hell. Um, yeah. d- probably the most fun I had watching like, or well, there's may- there's one other one. Maybe I said on say there's list. one
1: other very, you know, very high up on the list that was as fun, but yeah, yeah.
0: because fun isn't necessarily something that we gauge no. when we're watching a horror movie. Um, no, but no. I had so much fun. <laughs> Um, mm. I laughed, uh, I squirmed at the kills, um, I really got actually invested in, in, the, yeah. in the kind of story that they were telling. And, it
1: was and I mean, crazy let's do, be but... honest, pre- Predator is sick as fuck. Like... Yeah,
0: exactly. They nailed the, the thing that you'd want them to nail, um, yeah. which is obviously the yeah. Predator and the kills. Um, predator again... is
1: cool, and how do you make Predator cooler? Make him giant. Like, yeah exactly done, you know? yeah
0: just have him like mess up a bunch of other predators but um yeah, yeah and like the characters as well like that that was kind of what really pulled me into this movie was yeah. like, I was having a good time with the kills mm. and the gore but like I really actually got attached to these really on paper dumb and silly characters mm. that I'm sure a lot of people will just write off as, as, as that dumb and silly <laughs> but I found them really endearing and really funny oh well the um, thing
1: is when you when you talk about these guys they're like all kind of these misfits stuff, yeah these misfit soldiers that are all suffer in their own type of traumas and when you describe their stereotypes like we we said on the show like the the guy with the um Tourette's and kind of all of these different things on paper that just should not work and should not be funny or endearing and you shouldn't really feel any connection to these characters and yet every one of them I thought was fantastic and in the end you're just rooting for these kind of anti-heroes to just like you know join up and and you know come at the predator and it was mm. it was fantastic like it was a movie that we had almost no expectation for um i thought the initial Footage and screenshots did not excite me. I thought the trailer was very poor. The movie opened with a very ropey CG kind of spaceship landing, and I thought, wow. oh my god. And then the Predator stepped out of the spaceship and the movie was amazing from then on out. And yeah. um that was something I really did not expect to like love this Predator movie.
0: Yeah, it's really worth knowing th- about the trailer because yeah that was one of the main reasons why we just didn't really care going in was like mm. obviously when they announced a new predator movie it's it's it can you can be hit or miss obviously um but it wasn't until we really saw that first trailer and it was like oh no this looks bad like this looks really really bad mm. um and it was weird because they definitely made a big deal about this really small part of the movie which was definitely my I least know. favorite part of the movie um, and that was where like the main trailer focused on. And then when you get the actual movie, that's not what the movie's about at all. Um, I don't know what that, that is just such a complete mess up in the kind of, uh, marketing department of this movie. Mm, definitely. Um, yeah, the movie's definitely. great. Definitely. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's one that obviously I'm sure it's available sort of on, on Blu-ray or on demand right now. Like if you've ever liked predator in the past, throw it on, get yourself a drink, have a good time.
1: Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah.
0: So yeah, number nine, number nine. So number nine,
1: we're, um, visiting Netflix. Uh the
0: first Netflix as, original.
1: As we always do in these top ten lists. Yeah, <laughs> Netflix original. Uh we are talking about Annihilation. Mm. Um obviously Natalie Portman kind of you know amazing performance. This movie for me when we when we talked about it um it it was on par for being one of my favorite movies of all time when like (laughs) the first hour of this movie was outstanding this kind of weird kind of viral outbreak that she's going in and trying to figure out what's going on it felt like a video game with this kind of world that was kind of just overtaking our world as we know it um as soon as we get introduced to like a monster and the, the creatures within this thing, like the creature design and the kind of um, monsters in this movie was some of the best we've ever seen for the show. Mm. Um, It really, it really was great. And like, it was, it it was something that kind of just, I almost wasn't, we we obviously were aware of it, but like it came out on Netflix and I was kind of like, I don't even know if I really feel like watching it. It was a time when I, I wasn't really super up for it. And as soon as I threw it on, I was just, in instantly, mm. and yeah, I, th- I thought it was
0: great. Yeah, like this is one of the the few movies of the year where I've just really wanted to rewatch it and haven't got yeah. around to it yet. Same. Um, It's really stuck with me, though. We saw it, obviously, super early on in the year. And um, like I say, well, I remember seeing it and really enjoying it. Mm. And I feel like over time, it's only gone up in my estimation. It's one of those movies that, as you think about it, you think about those visuals, you think about that soundtrack and the acting and the characters and everything. It just it really elevated it. Um, And it was exactly what I wanted it to be in so many different ways. Um, It's For me, it was the, the
1: yeah, the visuals. It was one of the most like beautiful movies I've ever seen on my TV. Mm. um just the vivid colors and the way that the virus was kind of changing the world into this super bright kind of you know it it looked completely out of this world um and not in a fake kind of you know way that sometimes these sci-fi movies do it just it looked fantastic and it looked completely believable um and certainly it was the look of this movie that pulled me in and and obviously natalie portman's performance as well
0: Mm. The the whole cast was amazing. Like it's it's an insane cast list for a horror movie. Um, You know, there's so many big names in there and they all really do their job really well. And yeah, there's, you know, there's the thing vibes. There's, it is very much inspired by a lot of what's come before it. um, Mm. but still feeling like its own thing. And and yeah, it definitely goes some places towards the end. Um, Yeah. Some of which are great and some of which aren't as good, um, but I think we kind of discussed it before, really. Where like the first half of that movie, like I, I love these movies that they like, give you a really basic kind of problem that you just you're dying to hear solved, um, mm. and and that's what this movie done so well was like they, they set up this quarantine area and kind of what it's doing, and then you have the whole thing with her partner and and kind of what's yeah. going on with him, and within five minutes I needed to know like I was dying to know what is going on, what is his deal,
1: yeah, what the um, hell is this dome that like we're yeah. being introduced to and like everything about it and like to be honest like the second we've started talking about it i really want to watch this goddamn movie again like no one yeah. just sat there on netflix and i haven't gone back to it yet upsets me
0: mm. yeah i will do for sure like it's just oh, hard yeah. like say so many movies um Lots yeah of movies, annihilation man. number nine so yeah in at number eight we are back on the cinema and we're back with a british film
1: Hell yeah!
0: We got, nice we got one in there. We got one in there. It's Ghost Stories. Um, again, it, it really shows you the quality of this year because I remember when I first saw Ghost Stories, I was like, "This is this is a top three movie guaranteed." Yeah. Um, I yeah. loved everything about this movie.
1: You definitely um, said that to me, like off air, may- maybe on air, like you know, this this was up there for you instantly, wasn't it? Mm. As it was me.
0: Yeah, like it's it's um obviously we saw the trailers it was interesting obviously as people that don't really like these sort of ghostly movies it kind of pulled us in because it was it was telling sort of a different story and it, and it had a different vibe mm-hmm. to it um as soon as you start like the movie really builds super well um it starts off in, in kind of more of a comedy place i really like the opening scenes where um our main protagonist is sort of uh sort of sleuthing and really cracking down on these sort of fake um yeah uh what, what they called um i can't remember what the word is now Oh like yeah, like mediums. Like, yeah, mediums. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, and um, yeah, like I love all that intro stuff. And then you, you really, it cuts to you know, boom. This is what it's going to be about. He's going to talk about these three stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first story is really interesting. I think when I first saw it, it was like by far my least favorite. Mm. um it still is my least favorite but it's definitely gone up in my estimation of like i can kind of tell what they're going for and i I like that it's the quietest story that starts it off um if this was the if this pacing wise if this was like the second or third story it wouldn't work um but it eases you into the movie it has really good horror in that first story as well um yeah i think
1: that's why i respect it as the first story i think like the horror it really does get you on the edge of your seat and kind of know that this movie is going to pack a punch as well as give you a laugh
0: exactly and that's that's what this movie i think does better than anything we're seeing this year um it really scared me and it really made me laugh and that that is difficult line to almost within
1: like 30 seconds of each other as well yeah and i
0: mean obviously that's that's the main like you see that in the second story more than anything um Mm -hmm. on paper that segment should not work um at all it, it would either be full on parody full on comedy or it would try and be scary but it wouldn't really work and mm. the fact that it's somehow like say equally terrifying and equally like hilarious um <clears throat> it's to me alex Lawther's performance in this section was amazing um he is what capitalized that so much for me of like he can do comedy and he can make you so scared and petrified of like where he is mentally. Um, yeah. and it's, it's so that those scenes, man, Like I, I, I have such fond memories of it. Like from the second we see our main character kind of go into that house and his mum is just standing there washing up and it's really strange. And then the door slams and all these random bits when he goes upstairs and he hears someone running above. Yeah. Him. There's
1: all these random kind of things moving. Yeah. Or, the photos on know,
0: the wall as he's of... walking past. Like, yeah. There's so many little touches where I'm like, oh, they're actually making a genuinely good horror movie here. But then Mm -hmm. every couple of minutes, they're hitting you with another joke that you're just not expecting. Um, Yeah. And yeah, I think it really tied together well as well. I I really liked Martin Freeman um, in this movie as a sort of presenter of it all, really. He was almost like the host of Ghost Stories by the end of it. Um, And I really liked that. It was a different role for him as well, um, because Mm -hmm. I think he is i like him as an actor he can do the same role over and over and over very again.
1: much so yeah this was something a little bit different wasn't it which was nice
0: yeah like i've not really seen him in this type of role already where he's a multifaceted character that actually had a lot of going on and i didn't really know where they were going to take it next um and yeah really like the ending as well like it was it was i didn't need it to be as complicated as it was but once they hit me with it i was like oh that's cool like you haven't yeah just, it was um, okay.
1: Like I I feel like it was, it was, it was definitely satisfying. It was was, like super complicated. Wasn't it? it, Yeah. I didn't need it, but I liked it. Conversation for us. Like when we left the cinema, like, uh, what? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, which was, which was good.
0: And it was, it was, it was a really cool movie to see on the big screen, because like I say, we see a lot of different movies and we see a lot of different American movies. Um, and it was really nice to see this British movie really hold its own, um, Mm. in terms of direction, in terms of the horror and in terms of the acting, um, and the story as well. So, yeah, I, I loved Ghost Stories. It's great. Film. Loved it, loved it.
1: Shall we, um, shall we go on to number seven?
0: Oh yeah, this is exciting. Let's do it.
1: Let's let's get weird, guys. Let's get mm. weird.
0: Are we Are yeah. we ready to go to Fright Fest?
1: Let's go to Fright Fest, and uh, we're gonna be talking about Life Changer. Yeah, guys, that's right. Life oh, Changer. Yeah. This movie. Wow. This <laughs> have movie, you seen man, it? Probably not. Like it was. Mm one of my biggest surprises of the year when I just kind of went into this screening, you know, like with, with Fright Fest, you're kind of just being snowballed into these screenings and kind of, um, anyone that's not been to kind of like a film festival can't really appreciate the frequency and speed of the films you're watching, but also kind of Mm. being surrounded by people that that could be in the movie, you know, the directors, the cast, the crew, they're just there like being able to talk to. And we're just suddenly like thrown into this smallest screening we've been in like the entire Mm. weekend to watch this movie life changer Mm. and, and get like a super kind of, passionate introduction from the director to be kind of sat there in the room and then to watch this movie and it turns out to be absolutely fantastic Mm. um it's a movie that i don't think is readily available yet so we won't be spoiling it um you know it's basically kind of um this uh person that's a shapeshifter it's someone that he basically needs to Um, feed off other bodies to stay alive and when he feeds off them he becomes that person and he ultimately decides the best way to stay hidden is to live their life and jump through these different kind of lives of these people. Um, But we kind of learn about the actual character behind this this um shapeshifter and kind of his want for like a more of a human kind of settled life more than this jump in between lifestyles um and it's a great horror movie it has some great horror elements but it also just tells a really great human story with this crazy sci-fi overlay. Um, mm. It was something that I just wasn't expecting. Like when we kind of decided to go into this screening We both kind of thought we're going to see maybe some cool horror and just like a crazy concept. But actually to have a movie where I genuinely cared about the characters and the story and kind of felt emotional watching it was something that just like hats off to everyone involved, you know, the director and the cast.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like a movie about what you've just described shouldn't be as emotional as it was. Yeah, um, yeah, and it exactly. really did have that emotional core throughout. Um, and like I say, amazing moments of horror. Um, definitely the thing worth noting for people that haven't seen it is the practical effects. Um, mm. are just spectacular. And this is a movie that like out of our top 10 movies, this I guarantee you will have the smallest budget by far. Yeah. Um, there are some really big movies on here there aren't many sort of smaller releases i i god knows what the release of this is because it was you know it's a debut indie movie this is a proper mm. indie horror movie yeah um yeah i mean one, it, of the,
1: one of the lead actors in this movie was just the directors like close friend and, and right. they were fantastic in this movie
0: yeah i mean like that's in the home. thing <laughs> with with a movie that, of this ilk um where it's such a small production um mm. where, where like I say a lot of these actors in particular are cutting their teeth they're only just getting their sort of one of their first major roles um and especially because of the fact that it's um, our main character is a shapeshifter so mm. we don't have one actor playing our main character we have like yeah. a lot and they're all great they're all fantastic and that's what's really shocking about this there is a couple of there's a female uh, actress in particular who kind of grounds the whole movie um yeah she's the one who's there the whole time where where our main character is, is portrayed by these different actors yeah like, she
1: the, she really does help give you like a base and a sense mm. of character because you're having these other characters play off her that are all the shapeshifter, but she is this base that kind of gives you that feeling of character for the shapeshifter as well, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and I think that does a really, a really good job of f- making you feel towards this character, even though it doesn't relate to one person in the film.
0: Yeah. Um, another thing as well is like when when you watch these movies, especially at fright fest, the way you watch a movie can influence you a lot. Um, yeah, I actually yeah. think that the th- this probably had a negative effect because, like you say, we watched a lot. Of, this was the day when we watched six movies, and mm. just before Life Changer, because this was one of the ones that, were, like you say, off the main screen. So we just got out of the most assassinated woman in the world, which was a two-hour French art house movie. Mm. Um, subtitled movie So it was It was a full on movie and, and it was a movie That I really enjoyed And I was still kind of Emotionally thinking about the movie And then within five minutes Yeah
1: I needed it, a whiskey And, and sit yeah, down And think about it really Exactly like, and,
0: and, and we barely You know we literally Had to run to the other screen And sit down Boom you're going to watch a movie And I don't think That's the best way To watch a movie at all And so no, the fact no. that it's It was still as powerful I still managed to Lose myself in the characters Feel emotionally attached And, and really Like you say I, I just genuinely cared for it And when it ended I was like Oh man that was like a moving movie um mm. i wasn't expecting to see a fright first um yeah so yeah obviously it's not widely available so hopefully in 2019 this will get out to more people but yeah it's an incredible movie oh um, yeah man so yeah i guess into number six we're nearly at the top five now but uh, yeah. just missed out yeah so number six another netflix original
1: Why not? I mean, we love ourselves a Netflix movie,
0: which is nice to see our second of the Mm 10. Will there be another one? Who knows? We'll find out. But um, yeah, the last, the next uh, one is apostle. Apostle um obviously a movie that we talked a lot about on the shows it was a movie that was on my radar for a very long time um as a sort of gareth evans fanboy i was um, gonna say
1: it's been a while
0: <laughs> yeah this was one that i was very much always you know there's a few directors on here as well worth mentioning where um it's you know there's certain guys that you're just constantly googling being like what are they doing next yeah um, i mean
1: it's funny that this and annihilation were two movies yeah. that we're excited for from netflix because netflix because of the directors attached
0: yeah, 100%. Um, yeah,
1: they, they, neither of them would have probably been on radar without the directors being attached.
0: Oh, yeah, no, definitely not. Um, you know. and so, and so, yeah, well, obviously, with the talent involved, I was like, I'm in regardless. Um, and obviously, Netflix film, great. Obviously, hearing that it was like a, a two hour long, almost, um, period, uh, horror movie, certainly mm-hmm. not our cup of tea at all. Um, like, 100% say, enjoyed, not mine, yeah. No, we, we've enjoyed some, but even the ones that we've enjoyed, like The Witch, you know, is, is probably the, the, the best outside of this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it wouldn't hang in a top 10 or anything like that because it's just not our own You're personal right. taste. Yeah. um and and so yeah going into this movie like i i just hoped that the the director the performance and and it would bring enough horror to to win us over and and that's what it absolutely done in the end um i i loved the story i feel like it immediately within like the first five minutes set up exactly what the entire movie is going to be about um which i always love that these movies do um Obviously, movies can have twists or turns, and this movie mm. absolutely does have that, but I love how it's such a basic thing, you know, and, and we kind of compared to it at the time that it really felt like the start of, like, a Bioshock game, you know, where it's like, this person's missing, you need to go to this crazy location undercover and save her, and, and boom, that's it, that's all you need to know going in. Yeah, the
1: opening of the movie was not what I expected, because it just, it mm. does just straight up throw you in, I was like, who the hell is this guy? Christ, he's yeah. on a boat, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it one hundred percent for it, which cuz like, yeah, think he feels he wants to
0: do that. Yeah, he he feels like he doesn't really know what's going on, like he's kind of yeah. like he's you know, scraggy-haired and, and and messily dressed and he just kind of like turns up and he's like, "Right, I'm I'm just going to be the guy, I guess." And he was a really interesting main character as well because he's like mm. he's not your traditional hero in a in a horror movie at all. Um it's a really nice. great performance, but he's like almost He's not an anti-hero, because that's a completely different thing. But he's not really yeah. a guy you're supposed to root for, is he?
1: No, he's just... He, uh, it's really hard to describe what he is, because you're right, he's neither of the two. Mm. He's just kind of like a run-of-the-mill guy that just yeah. gets thrown into a situation and is trying to save a family member. But, like, mm. most of the times when you describe that, they become a hero. Yeah, And at no point does he ever become a hero. He's just straight up just like a normal guy still trying to save his sister. Like... Mm. And and that's hard to kind of bring across what we mean until you've seen the movie because he just really doesn't have this, like, you know, big moment of, like, you know, uh, heroics. He just kind of, you know, does what he needs to do and is just thrown into this crazy world of, you know, this cult that, that, mm. that really he doesn't have a clue what the hell they are and doesn't really care. That's the thing as well, yeah. um, which I quite respected about this movie because quite often, like, you'll see these movies and they'll try to, like, integrate themselves and... Get involved and find out things, and then tend to get interested or have a love interest. That was another mm. thing that I really respected about this. Like, there was a character that was. 100% the normal love interest and he just straight up like blanks her and just walks yeah. away from her like no nah, i got to see my sister see you later and mm-hmm. he's just like oh you're doing crazy cult stuff great I'm gonna go see my sister and like I like that that his driving passion never changed you know and he just had one job to do and didn't really care about anything else that was going on around him even though it was shit crazy
0: yeah definitely um, and another thing worth noting as well is like with these types of movies these period ones I think generally one of the reasons why we get turned off by them is that you kind of know what you're gonna to Get for for a vast majority of the movie, mm-hmm. um, you know, even the good ones where it's like you know this is the basic setup and then it's going to be multiple scene, multiple scene, the same thing, the same thing, and then it kind of ends. Whereas I, I kind of the thing that I hoped this movie would, would do, and that's what it done for me, was that it was constantly kind of adapting and changing, and it added so much more to what you usually see in this subgenre, which is a shit ton of gore and a shit ton of really nasty kills. Um, yeah. You know, to the point where I think a lot of people that aren't really into that sort of stuff in the horror will be turned off by this. You know, because I almost wonder what sort of audience this is. This, is, this is
1: very brutal. You know, well that's the thing. Because I mean, we, this guy we... made the raid movies, we knew he could yeah. do brutality, but uh, but you know, it, it was kind of it was more than what I expected it to be.
0: In terms of like the the Venn diagram of like people that like the witch and people that like Saw, I feel like that isn't a big audience, <laughs> and so I like I don't feel like this is a movie you make to make money or to be popular. I think you make this because you, this is just what you want to make, yeah. um, and so that's why I respected it so much because I was like, oh, okay, even though we you know we obviously lean more towards the Saw in that Venn diagram, and and we got that, Very we much got so. the and the crazy kills, but then also the, the really interesting uh, place as well. And I loved the set location and everything about this. Movie as well, like it looked stunning, much like Annihilation. Really, two Netflix yeah, originals yeah. that would not be seen out of place on a big screen at all. Oh, yeah, uh, they both
1: look fantastic. They we both said at the time, like, both of these movies are you know, we would love to see a screening of these because they are incredible. Yeah, um, shout out to Silent Hill Sandbag on the Head guy <laughs> yeah. as well because <laughs> yeah. he, he was great, like, yeah,
0: he was one of my faves for yeah, sure. I
1: mean, I mean, he was straight out of Silent Hill, That's Yeah, just, he- you know it's not beating around the bush there
0: but, but yeah i definitely think that that's a good point with the netflix or movies is kind of like that to me is where they've really elevated themselves in the last few yeah. years the the level of direction obviously behind the camera um yeah because i still think personally that's where there's a lot of people that naysay film weirdly because of, of tv and kind of we're definitely mm. in the golden age of television um, oh my god yeah. shows like game of thrones and that have, have really changed the game but mm. honestly the the level of direction is not there all the time on these tv shows like you can get no. good tv shows and you know ones you're in Enjoy, but then... well
1: direction and action like mm. obviously like gareth evans in this um like um kind of you know uh, given given a director that that kind of has done the raid um mm. you know it can can bring like such a you know quality to it that we've not seen in these netflix movies quite often mm. um and you know i think that kind of um really helps elevate it to that kind of next level and having these kind of big kind of Name directors attached to the, these movies Kind of gets us super excited Like the guys that kind of made the Raid movies That made X Machina That are now doing Netflix exclusives Like that, that is only good for like Film all around really
0: Yeah you know, for sure like-
1: Cool films out everywhere
0: we're seeing obviously like these big huge name actors getting signed up for these netflix projects now Mm. and i wonder if it will be
1: seeing one for a horror movie soon
0: yeah definitely but i wonder if it will start to turn to to, you know like where edgar wright signs up for a netflix movie Mm. and you know who knows like quentin tarantino or someone like i wonder if it'll it'll start to edge that way because i think it will do man yeah, it's interesting. Like, I feel like the the model that we've seen for movies for so long, you know, the big the production model is 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 definitely changing with people like Netflix, and it's only a good thing for the fans. Um, but yeah, number six, Apostle, watching now on Netflix. It's awesome. So the top five.
1: It's time, man. It's time.
0: Ooh, oh, baby. This, these are ooh, these five movies are very, very good. So, I yeah, know it's wanna, crazy. Do you want to start us with number five?
1: Do I? <laughs> well. I can't believe it only ended up at five for us, but this movie, <laughs> "Incident in a Ghostland." Oh yeah, I will continue to call it "Incident in a Ghostland" no matter what IMDb tells me.
0: Yeah, uh, I know. Why do they try and rename <laughs> these movies?
1: I know. But anyway, Incident in a Ghostland, man. Like, obviously, this was crazy high on our list. Anyone that, that like has heard us talk about older movies knows how much we love Mars.
0: I'm pretty uh, sure we mentioned this on, like, episode one. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, Pascal has got a new movie coming yeah. out. Point, Incident in a <laughs> Ghostland.
1: But... So, like, the second Pascal's attached to a horror movie, we're going to see it. And uh, this movie did not disappoint. Um, this movie gave us a goddamn Rob Zombie reference, for <laughs> Christ's sake. Like, did he make this movie for us? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> like a home invasion movie that references rob zombie uh, thanks, thanks Pascal. Pascal, yeah. <laughs> yeah um but this movie was just so fantastic um it has an incredible um midway through kind of turn of events that i just did not see coming that elevated the movie um i really enjoyed kind of the the young actors in this and their performances and their story i loved kind of adult beth and kind of her as a writer and going into that and the conversations there um and i i ultimately kind of loved the the whole you know like like i say the whole package really it, i was just super satisfied throughout um really kind of on edge with with some of the home invasion stuff it was some uh, you know kind of the the um I guess does he even have like a name like the, the big guy? <laughs> like mm. yeah, the if the, terrorizing <laughs> them. But like, you know, he was super intimidating. And I love this kind of just giant kind of intimidating killer. Um, you know, he, he just kind of shows up in the movie very early on and just wrecks shop. Um, and I wasn't really expecting that. Kind of when we first get introduced to this movie and they're moving into this kind of old creepy ass rob zombie house and um we get all the scary dolls and everything else like that i thought oh this is going to be like a creepy home invasion like strangers like are they in the house are they not in the house type movie and then we get introduced to like a jeepers creepers ice cream van and i'm like okay this is cool like i can't wait for that to be popping up loads Mm -hmm. and then the guy just like i say he just turns up in wreck shop and just kind of the movie just goes from like one to 10 in terms of like aggression and adrenaline. And then it, it stays there for like a chunk of the
2: movie.
1: Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I just absolutely love this movie. Like um, rewatched it again and and loved it equally the second time around.
0: Yeah. Uh, w- one of the themes that I find with a lot of these movies <laughs> in our top 10 personally is that we really don't have time for movies that don't start on the right foot um Mm. i I think it's really important for us to kind of you can kind of judge a lot of these movies within the first 15 minutes really of like are they going to deliver the goods are they putting their, their best foot forward and then obviously a lot of these nail the landing as well and this is definitely one of those movies like i say within the first 10 or 15 minutes boom you're hooked like if you're not hooked at that point then don't even bother watching the rest of the movie because it's it's so good the way they grab you um like i say definitely one of the best sort of home invasion slash slash that we've seen for the show because mm-hmm. we haven't really seen too many good ones um you know, we've I know, seen. A few. I, I try
1: to, I try to get them on the list. Like, yeah, even the average yeah.
0: ones. Yeah, exactly. In a, in a year where we've seen like the strangers, and I, I know that we've seen a couple of home invasion movies, and like they don't, they don't like stay with me at all. Like they just, they just come and go. Whereas this was one of the few, and yeah, one of the best written movies of the year. Um, if not the mm. best written, um, mm. for sure. I, I think what was funny was one of my negatives at the time, and I still kind of feel this way. And it's, it's almost like a backhanded negative is that I really wanted more of this movie yeah. um, because it's kind of short for, especially for a Pascal movie. Um, and like, I feel like where well, it was boom, give me another 30 minutes of this. Like I was not bored at all. Like I could have done with more of this, um, but yeah, it's, it's Hell a yeah. really great movie. Obviously we were really excited for this and kind of when it came out, immediately saw it and then kind yeah. of, after that it was interesting to see that obviously Frightfest picked it so it was great that it got that big release because so many of these mm-hmm. movies don't get the, the good word of yeah. mouth um, oh, and, and then like,
1: and then we got the holy grail of releases
0: exactly i mean who would have saw that coming that yeah our boys <laughs> the our lord and saviors arrow video come in and obviously only only one of two movies from Fightfest that they picked up mm-hmm.
1: so yeah and they give us the treatment i mean the thing is as well like we do talk a lot about runtime with movies and how mm. we want them to be the hour and thirty mark. Yeah, and this movie is an hour and thirty-one, like IMDb. Yeah. I, I wanted this to be two hours twenty. Like you know, the amount of movies that we watch and you know we see that they're two hours ten, and we're like, oh Christ! Mm. But yeah, this is one that I definitely wanted more of because I, I just thought every part of it was fantastic
0: for sure and and some and really how
1: strong this list is at this point because i'm like yeah. wow we're already getting to the point where i'm just like these movies were great throughout i don't have negativity towards any of them
0: oh no it's definitely like i say when it came to obviously when we get our like 10 movies outside of obviously our i guess the top five really is kind of like you just throw a dart of the order really on any given day any of these movies could really be number mm. one but um yeah. So, just to give a side note as well, too. Obviously, the horror in this, like, some of the most uncomfortable I've felt watching horror all year, and, and that was mm. really strong and powerful because it's it's hard to make us feel that way given the amount of stuff we see. Mm. Um, and it just doesn't. For Pascal really, knows how to do that. To yeah, it. he knows how to get under your skin for sure. <laughs> um, pun intended. But, um, yeah, great movie, man. I, again, another movie that like I'm looking at this. I'm like, I need to rewatch this movie. Oh yeah, like, it's, it's a good one. <sighs> But yeah, so obviously a movie that was at fright fest that we didn't see at fright fest, but in at number yeah. 4,
1: Shall we stick with fright fest?
0: We should indeed. It's getting a lot <laughs> of shade today. Fest, but huh? um yeah, it was it was obviously a, a very strong year for them and uh yeah, our second movie of of the list that we saw at fright fest, um one of the best surprises of the year is Summer of 84. Oh um, my god. One movie. Yeah, this this movie like does not deserve to be this good in terms of like we haven't appreciated it we as a horror community um it's bloody amazing in every single way it blows my mind that this is one of the smaller releases on our list Mm. um pretty much this alongside life changer and obviously life Changer Mm. is this really small indie thing i feel like summer of 84 should have been everywhere when it came out
1: the thing about summer 84 is in a world where we live with stranger things Mm. and kind of retro horror movies if you like these kind of throwback horror movies that get like a lot of buzz um what was that one we saw with the videotape game last year the into the darkness gates of what was that called
0: um, um it was oh god was but like anyway into the Void you, or something but yeah, I don't something think like that. that but anyway oh we, beyond the gates
1: had gates yeah beyond the gates i think. Yeah. yeah you know we see these movies that get a lot of buzz and this one did not get that buzz i felt um and it's by far the best one i've seen It is oh, incredible um you know all of the young actors performances in it were fantastic, let alone getting into some of the adult performances. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, what
0: do you want to say about this movie, man? This to me is the, like, I would say the second most underappreciated slash underrated movie we've covered in 125 episodes of the show. Probably. Um, Number one being Gerald's Game, because that movie didn't get any love. Oh, at I thought me. you were going to say
1: Upgrade. <laughs> we'll talk no. about that in a few movies. If anything, that got too much love.
0: Um, but, um, <laughs> 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 Do you know what the best thing about this joke is now? Is that people what? genuinely think I don't like Upgrade.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. That is the best bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I was the one that brought it to the table. Like, I was excited <laughs> for that movie. Um
1: that's not how revisionist history will remember I know, it
0: that's so so true but uh, right, let's focus on a movie that is on our top 10 because it deserves yeah. it. um but some yeah like you say i i completely echo everything you say again another movie with the theme of within 10 minutes it's like boom this kid thinks he lives next to a, a serial killer let's go you mm.
1: uh, know and,
0: and they ran that perfectly for the entire duration of the movie the ups and downs beautifully written <laughs> I, again i mention it but I think this might be my personally favorite written movie of the year. Yeah, because it's hard to bring up the element, the first element, which is the, a kid thinks he lives next door to a serial killer. How do you keep yeah. that entertaining for a whole movie? Well, you constantly yeah. throw curveballs to where, right? You reveal this piece of information. Oh, there's no going back on that now. You know it. He's either the killer or not. And then they put a twist on it, and then immediately makes you rethink what you I originally think, thought of that piece of evidence, which I just find that's incredible.
1: That's the you thing know. about it that's so good. That um on paper pretty much most of the times you see these sorts of movies and you're like oh that guy's the killer like 10 minutes in or you're like oh no that guy is innocent and there's mm. that shady guy over there um you know but this movie i was just watching it like is Mackie a psycho no yeah. he's a fantastic guy oh he's definitely a psycho no look at him he's amazing like and and you just don't know which way it's going to land um which is, which is just, like, a really fun journey. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Rich Sommer's performance in that role, how he can kind of turn, you know, do a turn of, um, you know, just look at the camera and look evil and then look like the nicest guy in the world. Um, yeah. He's just really fantastic. And I, I feel like, as well, that this movie the flips between his character being like, you think he's good and being bad. I think some people would get those moments at different times as well, Mm. because it is such a varied performance that sometimes might, people might look at him and think you're evil. And yet that same look, someone else might think, Oh, that guy's genuine. Like he just, Mm. Like, I wouldn't want to meet the guy, to be honest, because I don't know if he'd shake my hand or cut it off. Like, I really well, don't know.
0: One of the best scenes, <laughs> one of my favorite scenes of the entire movie is just a long, I think it's like a, a slow zoom shot of Mackie sitting in his garden yeah. with a beer in his hand. <laughs> yeah. And he's just watching these kids play. Um And then he calls them over because he's giving them ice pops and he's stroking their heads <laughs> yeah. and smiling. And it is, it is both on one hand if you it's knew nothing nicest, about the guy you know, he's like oh, yeah. he's such
1: a nice guy yeah. and then you're like oh he's, he's a goddamn psychopath exactly
0: like, like yeah. the way that they tell that story and that scene yeah. like it perfectly exemplifies it yeah. but yeah but I feel amazing. like if you
1: were to show like a hundred people that one scene mm. out of context for the rest of the movie like half of them would be like oh he's the nicest neighbour in the world and yeah. half of them would be like that's psycho. Like, I would want him living near me exactly. and I think that just sums up his amazing parallel performance
0: and they somehow managed to keep that going for the entire duration mm. of the movie movie pretty much until they obviously reveal when they want to reveal it um and obviously this movie again is one of the longer movies on our list um it pretty much ran for about around 80 to 90 minutes where Mm. it told the story that you expected them to tell and there was an exact scene where i was like this is where the movie's going to end. And, well, and, totally it was okay at, and
1: it was at 90 minutes. We mm. got the final scene at 90 minutes and then there was like, Oh no, we're going to ramp it up to 11 for another. I
0: 50. really feel like that was intentional in, in regards to the runtime as well, because like I, I, said, it has to be. I really felt like, boom, 90 minutes, you've satisfied me. This is amazing. And then it gave me an yeah. extra 20 minutes. That was like an epilogue to the movie where it went from this is an amazing movie to this is one of the greatest movies of the year by far. Yeah. Um, an amazing scene. Obviously I don't want to spoil it too much in case people haven't no. seen it. Um, and we will talk about like mild, I guess spoiler alert for our own categories, but we are going to mention this movie at least one more time. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll go over it there, but yeah, find this movie. I don't know if it's still on Shudder or anything like that. Find this movie, mm, support it. Yeah. Love it. Hopefully, fingers crossed they might make a sequel if people love it enough did isn't this get really like amazing. a
1: half decent. Oh, it got like an overseas really great Blu-ray release. Oh, did like it? A, oh. Yeah, like a VHS version oh. of a Blu-ray that looked like a VHS. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a I think it was like a German release cuz I was tempted to try and import it. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I really hope we get a nice UK release. Come on Arrow, Hook yeah. us up guys. Yeah,
0: that'd be awesome. Um you yeah. There? <laughs> we're pretty yeah, much sure. we're, we're in the thick of it now.
1: <sighs> yeah. Um
0: number 3. So
1: Number three, I mean, this was a movie that, like, we were... We were jazzed about the second we saw the trailer. Yeah, um, this was a movie we talked about for years in mm-hmm. different versions of the movie. Uh, well,
0: what's interesting <laughs> as well is there's actually quite a few of them on this list where obviously yeah. you can hype yourself yeah, into the hype movie is, sometimes. The hype is where up. yeah, you know because we yeah we we obviously have the jokes about Free from Hell and everything. But yeah, there, yeah. there are multiple movies on here like Apostle, yeah. Incident in the Ghostland, and now this that we were excited yeah. For, yeah.
1: for. Yeah, Annihilation, and even even like Summer, it <laughs> was the one we was looking yeah. forward to for Fright Fest. Like, but but in the end, yeah, this one um overlord i mean like i say we were excited about this movie when it was a cloverfield sequel we were excited about this movie when we thought it was a netflix release in the end the movie we got to see at the cinema was very different to those movies but my god i'm glad it was because it was fantastic this this was exactly sometimes you see a trailer for a movie and you know you're gonna get done, that you know that they're not gonna give you what's in the trailer. Um, and it was my biggest fear with this movie. I, I didn't actually think it was going to happen. I felt like the trailer was genuine and it and it turned out that it completely was, which was fantastic, because this movie is um this balls to the wall, kind of um, you know, war-inspired, crazy scientist horror movie that's just got like oozes with video game references and and whoever made this movie 100 percent loves video games as well mm-hmm. and, and it shines through um you know this movie kind of on paper is a video game it's just like your mission it's it's the day before d-day you've got to break into this base and shut down the radio tower and, and every time when you do that in a video game you're like but but why does one radio tower means we can defeat the Germans Mm. but who cares I'm in Mm. and that's exactly what this movie is like it's like who cares I'm in and then like it has one of the most like impressive war montage scenes that I've ever seen when our characters jump from the airplane in the opening scene it's just it's brutal it's exhilarating it's everything I wanted it to be um and the, the, the kind of war element of this movie pretty much kind of continues throughout, really. You know, all of the scenes that don't involve straight-up horror and just involve the soldiers kind of doing their mission um, was fantastic and thoroughly enjoyable. And then suddenly you spring in this crazy horror. Um, you know, some really good, like, um, special effects and just straight-up, like I say, horror movie video game references. You know, that we we get boss battles from video games in this movie and it's Mm. fantastic
0: yeah this was like like you say uh, i completely agree with you and it was a movie that we look forward to for so long and that can go different mm. ways and we could have easily overhyped ourselves and pretty much like say
1: and i really thought we would with this one this was the one that i was worried about because i was amped
0: yeah and i remember we were a little bit tentative in the in the Proceeding weeks just before it, where i it was like oh is this is this going to be what we want it to be um because mm. it's different it's, it's an insanely difficult movie to pull off um and yeah they absolutely nailed it you kind of once you get that open scene out of the way you kind of like well they nailed that i have full confidence now in the rest of the movie and <laughs> yeah they have an amazing sort of motley crew gang um loved wyatt russell's yeah. performance in this movie so much um and then yeah obviously- shout
1: out to him in particular He he was
0: great like, yeah he's so good, like he's he's only just getting started as well, which is so exciting um mm. you know, I feel like he hasn't had his escape from New York moment yet, and I'm excited to see it um in yeah. front of our very eyes but um yeah, and obviously the, the, the main villain again, so well well done. Like it's it's at this point it could so easily be overdone, this style of movie in terms of the Nazi killing movies, yeah. you know, posting Glorious Bastards. We saw so many knockoffs of these mm. like hey, it's these movies that really glorify killing Nazis. Yeah. And, and obviously with the Wolfenstein games and everything else. Whereas And this this movie
1: straight up kind of you know does the inglorious bastards scene almost mm-hmm. as well yeah but does it does a fantastic job of it yeah a completely is, new twist like, on it yeah that is one of my favorite like suspenseful scenes i've ever seen in film inglorious mm. bastards i'm talking about yeah so for, like, so. someone to touch that um, i almost feel like that's untouchable like you know area um, yeah. because you're just going to be cheesy but this movie does not cheese it up at all it does like you say a brand new spin on it that was thoroughly entertaining
0: yeah, like if I'm making a war movie, the last thing I do is yeah. try and remotely, uh, even emulate that opening scene of Inglorious Bastards. Because, yeah. like I say, it is the it is a perfect ten to fifteen minutes. Well,
1: it's it's almost like the um the airplane scene is is got like shades of Saving Private Ryan as well. Mm. It's like why do you touch like the two like seminal war movie moments or like two of the best and and yet do do a fantastic job of it. Like yeah. stay away from that, but it doesn't, and I'm really glad it didn't.
0: Definitely, and like you say, it it goes to the wall, like in terms of how you want it to. It's really mm. crazy. It's really aggressive. I love the finale and how it ties all together. Like say there are yeah. there are Resident Evil bits in there. There's there's so many different like say video game aesthetics that we were so oh, yeah, into. Yeah. Um, the um where...
1: the the scene where our character first gets introduced to the virus and they kind yeah. of give it to someone, like that whole scene was incredible, and like. I thought it was going to end and it continued and it was, it was, it was probably my favorite scene in the movie.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It's just an awesome movie. Like I can't wait to see it again. Um, it's it's one, it's one of the few as well, where like this movie pretty much bombed at the cinema. And (laughs) that, that makes me, that makes me so sad. Like I, it's one of those few occasions where I'm like really disappointed in, in the the horror community and the, in the, the film goer, the cinema goer, because I'm like, what 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 did you want? You know, why did you not go see this movie? Was it just when it came out? Was it was it not on enough people's radar? Because obviously it was for us for a very long yeah. time.
1: But I thought it had like a decent like um, ad campaign and everything else as well. Like
0: it was interesting because I saw a few people say that they didn't like they thought the trailers sucked, and I was like, wow! Like
2: mm, yeah. I thought the
0: trailer was absolutely amazing, but each to their own i guess but i think if it's if this is remotely what we've described up your alley you know a war movie that kind of really goes there in the style of inglorious bastards or the style mm. of a wolfenstein video game like check this movie out it's so goddamn yeah. good and yeah really underappreciated so yeah number two so Whew. we're
1: in the top three we're deep in it now number yeah. two man. Huh?
0: this is um this might be the most us pick on the list
1: this is the most outrageous like i, I cannot. It. if you'd have told us at the beginning of 2018 that this movie would be our second favorite movie of the year i would tell you to do one
0: yeah i'd like say oh, you... okay
1: And what the nun was number one was it guys
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't spoil it damn <laughs> it um, <laughs> but yeah Everyone obviously yeah people are probably going to be shocked but we're, we're equally as shocked as you but i'm telling you i saw this movie and it was the second best horror movie i saw this year so um Correct. yeah the movie is unfriended dark web um that's a right movie, a movie that obviously got the got the classic mini delay for the uk so it kind of came out a few weeks after america and <laughs> yeah to I the really... point
1: that it got mini delayed and we thought we might not even do it for the show yeah because we was like oh there's other movies out what was the movie that was out the same oh do you time? not
0: remember because i remember <laughs>
1: no what was it oh what was it it was it was the meg the meg yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear but
0: yeah, it- <laughs> but yeah, obviously it came out in America to like no fanfare whatsoever. Like yeah, it came out, yeah. it got middling reviews. People were like, "It's another one of these movies. It's okay." Um, and so mm. and but obviously, yeah, we saw the trailer and loved the initial concept. Mm. You know, this, this this kid finding this laptop and then these kind of like these people on the dark web kind of um threatening him, threatening his friends' lives. You know, you got to stay on this call to stay alive. And they all start getting picked off and. It's very much an us film. This is, you know, we've said it multiple times. We love yeah. modern technological horrors slash social media horrors. We're super into this. Obviously, yeah. I think,
1: you know, I think Home Invasion as well. You yeah. Know, it's- in all like, the right boxes
0: th- this to me is one of the few kind of new sub for horror and it's it's weird seeing like the, the the jaded part of the horror community really turn their nose up at this type of stuff mm. um it really makes me wonder if people their age in like the 90s had a similar reaction to like found footage um, oh they
1: did and like scream like the amount of people mm. that, that like had backlash against scream because they were like oh no halloween guys and it's like yeah but it's just like you know evolution you know yeah or just you know you, you've got to keep watching new movies don't just st- continue to watch your old stuff man
0: definitely but, and obviously as like a huge black mirror fan for this mm. specific reason but like i i find technology and social media terrifying like i think it it, it is such a good i mean it's
1: gonna kill us all man like yeah, so we have some horror movies about it beforehand
0: exactly and so i think it's the it's the prime breeding ground for great new horror and so mm. yeah i think this movie we've seen some good ones and we've seen some movies that we had a sort of our um sort of hidden what, what was the forgotten horror um yeah where, whereas this is the best one by far um yeah they nailed pretty much everything um it, it's one of those movies that slightly towards the end it might lose you but like if you're in for the ride and you just accept what the movie is going to be about you're going to have an amazing time and, and honestly it it nailed everything Loved the characters loved all of the characters Um, i think
1: that's the thing it's the performances each each character like basically it's a group if you've not seen the movie it's a group of friends that are in a skype chat and kind Mm. of our lead character matthias is kind of the one that's found found this laptop that's brought it into the group chat and the entire film is from his computer screen Mm. um and kind of you know uh, matthias is you know, the standout performance, he, he is the glue and he is absolutely fantastic in this. Um, but everyone else is also fantastic with all of the characters within the Skype chat. Um you know, and that's what really helps elevate this movie and makes it feel genuine.
0: Mm. Yeah. They Um, all serve a purpose really. Like you can't really cut anyone out because they, it all makes sense. And there's enough characters to where, you know, you're going to get once the movie starts kicking off like a good body count, but not enough Mm. to where it feels overwhelming. And that's the other thing as well. Like this movie stays grounded for way longer than you'd expect a movie like this to be like a movie with this called unfriended dark web. Like there's a good 20 to 25 minute chunk of just, here's the characters living their lives. Mm. um and, and that is what really was like oh no and him him just, just to care exploring the characters. laptop you yeah know, and
1: just just getting the odd like weird little message and kind of you know the laptop is auto signed into facebook and he's getting mm. these weird messages and stuff and you're like okay that's creepy but like it yeah. really it really does well to like slowly turn on that dial up um and to be honest with you like um of the movies we've seen this year this is one that's actually that did actually like genuinely terrify me to the point mm. that like when we left i was like I think I want to turn my phone off. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I want to go on the internet anymore.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: No, it was cause it just really like the way that like, um, it had some fantastic kills that was super mm. inventive. Um, that the were terrifying to think of like, you know, you just felt like it, it that would happen. That could happen. And it's yeah, that, scary. No. And it, it felt like sore, but in like a modern take, you know, with these cool, crazy inventive deaths
0: like the 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 best thing that a movie like this can do is obviously w- when we see movies like this before, if you 're just watching for example, a slasher or a Home invasion movie, but it just happens to be played out on a laptop that 's not that interesting like it 's a cool take and it 's yeah. a cool yeah. twist, but like this is different because it 's all of the kills are related to it being on a computer and, and because of the fact that it 's this kind of anonymous group that 's attacking you on the internet um that is the core mm. of this movie that 's what it 's all about, and that 's what all of my favorite moments to do with it. It never just became a case of. Like, there are moments, obviously, when it's, like, here's a dude with a knife in the background. But it's, like, that isn't what the movie's all about. And you no just either. see it on webcams, you know. It's, like, no, no, no. This is actually really cleverly written. It's realistic. And that's what freaks me out the most. Mm. Is that something like this, like, obviously, again, you have to take a leap of faith in regards to, like, yeah, where the movie would go. But I genuinely feel like something like this could happen and probably has happened. Um, yeah. Because, yeah oh, 100% the, has. Yeah, because the internet's it's a going on like place. That.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, it really... And, like, you're right. Like, the... um. It a film like this, you would think would be the webcams showing suspenseful things mm-hmm. and like, oh, who's that guy standing behind you? What, like, yeah. and all that, and like, it, it was nothing like that. Like when the deaths happen, they happen fast and they just yeah. are a punch to the gut. And and that it's all about the journey and this this you know the dark web and the world they're uncovering. Mm. um it's fantastic
0: man yeah it's so shocking to me because yeah i remember like seeing unfriended and not giving a toss about that movie at all um, yeah yeah me and, too and kind of hearing that like oh Bloomhouse have like secretly shot a sequel and it might be coming out at some point and then yeah, yeah we just i remember seeing we that first trailer around yeah we saw that first trailer and was just like this looks good like this looks really mm. good and they nailed yeah. it like i like, i think we both said that we wish it was just called dark web really because yeah. the unfriended part kind of undersells what an amazing movie this is um yeah. but yeah check it out narrowly missed our top spot it did is it, it it's time i know right it's crazy 2018 all, is, is all over i know
1: it all comes down to one movie
0: 52 movies this year and this was yeah. the best one
1: yeah and to me, when we saw this movie, I was like, "This is the best movie we'll see this year." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I go nearly like as far as to say that this is the best movie we've seen for the show.
0: Yeah, like, it's up there for sure. I,
1: like obviously, we've done three years of these lists now, but this movie just was comfortably my favorite movie. It's the movie I think about constantly. Yeah, um, I, I want to watch constantly. Um, you know, I went to the cinema twice to see it. Br- brought the blu-ray the day it came out and just watched it over and over again. Like I don't even know how many times I've seen this movie at this point already, like yeah. at least half a dozen. Yeah. Um, it's, um, a quiet
0: place.
1: Mm. Our movie it was always, year.
0: it was always going to be a quiet place. Like, like you said, I would have be. been so shocked and it would have been maybe the greatest year in horror history. If this yeah. didn't be the number one, if, this like, if number there would have yeah. been any, yeah, if there'd have been anything that even remotely was on the level list, I'd have been like, Jesus mm. Christ. um, because yeah, yeah from the second we saw it obviously it was one that was on i hadn't even heard of this movie until the first show of this year when you when you kind of mentioned it on your upcoming list i uh, thank you um <laughs> And uh I remember you just immediately saying the concept, and I was like, "Yeah, that, con- that concept sounds amazing to me." And immediately watching the trailer and being like, "Oh my god!"
1: Yeah, like, I think you might have watched the trailer on the show. I was like, "Dude, just check out the trailer." <laughs> I was talking about the next movie because the yeah. trailer was incredible.
0: Like the the trailer sets the tone perfectly and everything that you want the movie to be. And so we've said it before with a few of these movies where okay, they've got a sim, in, we're invested in the idea, the trailer is amazing. Now they just need to the the, the simple part is yeah, naming the movie. It. Um, and that's exactly what they done from the, the first second of this movie until the credits roll. Perfection, Mm. absolute perfection. Not a single thing to change about this movie.
1: Me neither. Um, it's one of the, like, even when you talk about like wanting more, Mm. I wanted more, but, but, but I, I wouldn't want them to change anything because it was too much perfection. Um, uh, like we've talked about it on this list already that like, this is the most like us movie ever because it's, (laughs) It starts fast. It it doesn't it doesn't fuck around with premise. Like it instantly just throws you in the world and you have to pick up what the world is about, but it tells you the world very well without having this kind of inner monologue, you know, at the start, or this just like credit title credits at the start. Like the world has been overrun. Like Mm. none of that bollocks. It just tells you with great writing um you know and that leads into one of our other things like we want things that are so well written and then suddenly do we get the performances hell yeah we get the performances um you know emily blunt and john krasinski in this movie are both both actors that you know we we were we we were definitely kind of you know fans of the fans of them and aware of them not necessarily because of the genre but because mm. of other stuff they've done and knew they're good but my god like watching this movie i was like no these guys are among the best this is incredible
0: um what's worth noting is kind of them as a duo is that obviously yeah. they're they're really famous and, and well-regarded actors in their own right mm-hmm. um to my knowledge i don't think they've ever worked with each other before this um no and so this was Probably a really not, interesting yeah, one know, yeah. for like for their first thing, you know, this is a married couple of two hugely successful actors um, with a family together. And for them, for this to be the movie, that john picks and presents to emily and says you need to play evelyn um or, or no no i think he he he, he obviously uh, adapted the script and gave it to her and she was like you can't let anyone else play evelyn it needs to be me yeah um so it, it was it was a match made in heaven i feel like they were almost born to make this movie because i can't imagine it with anyone else involved obviously there are well
1: i just think um, plenty of
0: talented people involved but i yeah. think with with what john added to the story which was pretty much what he said was the, fi- the family dynamic mm-hmm. um he didn't come up with obviously the original concept of these creatures that hunt your via sound but he was the one that really drilled in on the family aspect Um, which is at its
1: core the reason why i love this movie so much yeah
0: 100 and then and then yeah when you combine that with the fact that i you've got two world-class actors who clearly love each other that i fully believe are invested in these roles and like i just believed every second of it like Mm -hmm. when you have big name actors in horror or in any movie but in more so in horror really it's it's really hard to just lose yourself and be like you know i'm not looking at claire foy anymore i'm looking at this character whereas with this movie for for not one second did i think oh that's jim from the office like yeah i know you know i was just like this is this is lee you know and i need to yeah. see lee's story yeah um,
1: it was it was incredible and like the, the fact as well that that john uh not only adapted the script and stars in it he also directs the goddamn movie yeah. like does this guy want to have any more talent like I know, it's a joke like, it's just frustrating. It, a movie like a great beard as well god damn it john he can (laughs) he can you're right um but like you know he um to be acting to the level that he's acting in this movie without direction from anyone else but himself Mm you know and then to be able to like get the best out of everyone else while he's on set performing as well it's incredible and i'm sure credit goes to the crew around him and and you know 100% that's true but like you know him being in the director's seat and in front of the camera is just incredible and like the fact that this movie um Like I say, I don't think, um, you know, I think Don't Breathe is the only one that comes close in terms of like when I was in the cinema, just not wanting to move a muscle. Mm. You know, And this movie, um, you know, we talk about it a lot when we go to the cinema and how the cinema experience can actually dampen a movie for us because of distractions and people being disinterested and it makes you disinterested and everything else. But I genuinely felt both times when I was in the cinema, like no one dared move. Mm. Like we were all in that world with, um, with Lee and Evelyn. And just, we we thought like, if we say something, the monsters are going to come and get these characters that we Mm. care about. And so everyone in the cinema was just not breathing or saying a word. And it was a fantastic experience. Yeah. Um, I couldn't believe it. Such a rare thing.
0: Yeah, I couldn't believe that it ma- it managed to get that level of respect from the mm-hmm. average film goer, you know, we saw yeah. this opening weekend and you get you get completely different types of crowds, movies that just don't, you know, it makes you wonder why they're even paying to see these movies because, you know, you've just got nothing better to do with your Friday night. Um because you're not really paying attention to the movie whereas yeah, mm-hmm. this was this felt like it it felt like it was an audience of us. It felt like it was an audience of people that genuinely cared about what was on the screen. And I feel like that it just it stole that from the from the crowd, you know. I, I feel like not everyone going in was expecting that movie. Like I'm sure there were plenty of people that came in with their popcorn and their drinks and everything, and then they just didn't yeah. get a chance to touch it yeah. because they were too yeah. afraid, you know. And they were I so- genuinely
1: think I walked out of the cinema and there was like a guy with like a full popcorn thing, <laughs> like they're nailing it when the credits was going <laughs> on. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing
0: yeah i've not seen anything like it and like you say no. the the whole the, the fact that he's a like you know there's plenty of other talented people like you say but it's a one-man show and in horror we don't really see that like i can't remember ever where it's just like this guy's right in direct and starring and he's like a 10 out of 10 in all of those aspects mm. um because you know we we talk about that all the time you know even with rob where it's like You know, he doesn't. He shouldn't necessarily wear all the hats. He has. He has clearly things that he's really good at, and things that he's not as good at. Whereas, for John to come in as his directorial debut, um, a self-confessed not a big horror fan either, as well, which I really appreciate him coming out and saying that. Yeah. um and and the fact that he just he, like it's something that he's not even invested in it's not really something that he spent his entire life devoted to and he absolutely nails it like it's almost embarrassing to other people yeah god um, damn it john i know you're just too talented like, lucky the guy
1: can't grow a good beard
0: yeah or have like a lovely wife and everything else he has in life. <laughs> i'm sure he's yeah everything about him is great um uh, he's tall yeah, and everything oh,
1: this, th- th- let's move on from John for a second. I feel like you've you've lost me for a second there, but, <laughs> yeah, but like uh, the other performances as well, like to mm. have someone um like um Millicent Simmons come into this movie mm. with like obviously we have to give John a a bit of a nod here, you know, or a massive nod <laughs> here where he, you know he said like
0: Talk about John again,
1: we are you know we need um. You know, this whole movie hinges around the family and the fact that they can survive because they have a daughter that's deaf. And so they've had to learn sign language and his want to have like a deaf um, child mm. be um, Regan, play the role of Regan. But then to actually find, um, you know, someone like Millicent that was just so fantastic in this movie Um you know to be able to portray the 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 feelings that all all of the the cast does but in particular kind of the two adults and millicent i think kind of you know they really you know to be able to not speak but to give such powerful performances and for someone that's like i say is complete completely unknown until this movie um you know or pretty much unknown until this movie kind of just comes in and smashes it it's just incredible
0: yeah, like it's so funny because I remember back in the eighties, and there was a lot of you know the Stephen King adaptations like Stand by Me and in the in like obviously the original it and all these movies that do have these these child casts, and hmm. it was always like. It was it was a call it a mixed bag is probably kind because the vast majority of the time they were terrible. Um, Whereas <laughs> the, the last couple of years, like obviously like last year alone with like Stranger Things and it, and then yeah. obviously this I mean, year. I mean, look at our top four. five. Yes, yeah, yeah eighty four and
1: it's
0: uh, Quiet Place, man. Insane like. the level of talent in terms of watch what child actors can do now. Like I am blown away by how good they are as actors. Mm. Like I, it it makes no sense to me how you can be that young and that good at a craft. Like it's just it blows my mind. And yeah, she was amazing. Like the whole family, you know, it's just it's just a perfect movie. You know what else can it, we say?
1: it really that? is and i think it transcends horror as well which is probably yeah. why like the horror community maybe hasn't latched onto it as strongly mm. as i thought it would um
0: i think i feel I, like it's just moved on quickly hasn't it that's how yeah, i feel like about this movie I,
1: I genuinely challenge anyone to watch this movie and not love it mm. um you know and it's almost like a movie um completely you know different but like i um but but like often I've recommended movies that I try not to give a synopsis to mm. Cloverfield was one that I, like I'd always recommend and just be like, I ah, just watch it. Like, don't yeah. I, I'm not going to try and tell you about it because you won't like what I'm saying. Mm. And I, and, and like, I've described this movie to a few people and they're like, no, nah, I don't really like monsters. I'm like, it's, it's not about monsters, man. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's just like, watch this movie and I challenge you not to love it. Um, you know, and I just think like, the, the community did seem to move on fast from it and i feel like that's a massive shame because like i say th- this movie has not been far from my four th- thoughts since you know n- you know early in the year when we watched this
0: yeah it's always weird kind of which movies get would get latched upon and really it mm. makes sense to me you know as someone who has studied the community for a very long time it is very easy to take a step back and look at and be like i totally get why mandy and hereditary these are the movies that people are gonna latch on to because they feel like it's been made just for them mm. um, whereas a quiet place it's starring two of the biggest actors in the world it made a shit ton of money at the box office this yeah. was a movie that like normies were going to see in droves you know people that wouldn't normally see horror and, and so you're gonna get you know different people maybe bring it up to you that maybe you don't want to have those conversations about horror and so like i totally get that but like we I've always been lucky where we always put that bullshit to the side and we just judge these movies based upon being movies. And like, I can't possibly sit here and say that I saw any other movie that was remotely on the level of a quiet place. Um, mm. I feel like we were kind of the, the, the fallout post um jordan peele winning an oscar for get out has been really interesting to watch as well because i feel like a lot of people have falsely thought that horror is just suddenly going to be welcomed with open open arms <laughs> I in the know, mainstream I know. Um, I know it was it was so funny at the start of the year we were seeing multiple ones where everyone was convinced like tony Collette was going to be nominated for an oscar and all this stuff and like i'm not re- remotely disregarding her performance because she was amazing but i i knew from the second it was never going to happen in a million years no and I feel like a quiet place was the only thing I saw in the genre that would remotely be on that level in terms of picking up. Mm-hmm. But even when I look at all the, the different categories and what the academy deems mm-hmm. necessary, I feel like score would probably be the only thing that this would probably win. Mm-hmm. Um and, and yeah, that, that I just would always just find that as a sort of interesting addendum as well, where like I say, I feel like once Jordan Peele won it for right and everyone was like, Oh yeah, like Halloween's gonna win yeah, you know, exactly. all this stuff yeah. and it's just it's not gonna happen, guys. Like that was that was very much a time and a place that's, movie.
1: That's why you got the super horror bros awards
0: don't worry exactly
1: then they're they're just around the corner
0: i know right um but yeah i I feel like yeah everything that needs to be said about this movie has been said um it would be interesting at some point if once we hit one of our our big milestones to kind of even remotely try and break these movies overall um you know the ones we see all the time because like i say you obviously brought it up as you feel like it's a strong contender Very much so, and and I agree. I think it's it's absolutely. I think um,
1: you know, I think after five years, we'll we'll do our, we'll do our top our top ten around sort of episode
0: two hundred and fifty, something like that. That's the one, guys. Look forward to (laughs) it. We're going to do our top (laughs) two hundred and (laughs) fifty movies. Correct. Oh God, I'm dreading it already. Um. But yeah, that was our top ten. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Obviously, it's it's not going to be the same as everyone's. It's very much our list. Um, hopefully, people aren't offended that we don't have your favorites in there. Um, mm. like I say, we we like a lot of many different movies, and and we'll get to some of your guys' choices as well. And and some of these are really good movies as well that we didn't have in, in our top ten because, like I say, there's just there's just not enough places. We're
1: just out space. There was only ten spaces, guys. Like we exactly. tried to create more, but you know we
0: couldn't. <laughs> exactly, it's just numbers, isn't it? That's how it works. Um, but yeah, should we take yeah, a math. short break? And we will be right back. so yeah we did sort of uh put the tweet out on twitter um of course you can always follow us uh, at shb pod um we're probably going to put up a poll at a later day but we, we kind of mm. just wanted to gauge what people's reactions would be um kind of what were your favorite movies we kind of had some thoughts but um there's definitely we didn't some... know.
1: like with a poll we didn't know what for to put because i just yeah. feel like this year like i said earlier it's been so diverse like i don't know what would be the general consensus let you know l- we didn't want it to be just masked with our own opinion
0: yeah um so yeah we we got loads of responses i don't know if we're going to have time to read them all out now so um we're just going to mm. kind of run through some different ones um some some of you expect some of you wouldn't um eric said halloween um mm. we've got uh, v here that said hereditary hands down um yeah. liz says Mandy um we got uh what was it uh Sarah said hereditary with a quiet place close behind um we have uh another one from CZ that says hereditary a quiet place unsane and wildling um first appearance for that we haven't seen that one have we
1: no we haven't we haven't there's a few on the list I mean um you know that that we just haven't seen or or hadn't even heard of it uh, you know until then Mm. um what one that we really wanted to get in but just couldn't before the year end uh uh wayne said the uh the house that jack built yeah uh, you know it was one that we've really wanted to see and i, I felt like you know i can't wait to see it in
0: 2019 yeah i know like it's just awesome um but yeah uh, joe says uh hell house llc2 um nice. that, was, that was a nice one um who else have we got i uh, got
1: night of the living dead said summer of 84 without any doubt Well played
0: Nice Um, We got one from Colin That says Annihilation Oh yeah Very cool Yeah Um, Melissa said Ghost Stories Nice Made the list Love Ghost Stories Um, A lot of love for Hereditary on her That's one that's shown up a lot um interesting as well that we only mentioned film but i've seen haunting of hill house mentioned multiple times yeah um someone uh travis said hereditary for straight horror uh haunting of hill house for favorite spooky tv series and for just plain enjoyment i frankly loved overlord um
1: hell yeah
0: yeah hell um, yeah got a puppet master littlest reich from chris
1: gotta get in there with a little bit of puppet master
0: hey? <laughs> yeah um and then another one uh ebon lisa said uh mandy hereditary halloween anna and the apocalypse uh terrified and overlord um nice anna and the apocalypse is one that i really wanted to see that movie and yeah
1: we really wanted to see it at fight first didn't we yeah
0: and then, and then it seemed like it got a somewhat release in the in around end of november but i remember checking our local cinemas and just couldn't see anything so um maybe a 2019 one um uh we've got lauren Hare who says uh hereditary and the nun um and you know, for tv haunting of hill house um oh here's a different one uh meredith says the new suspiria um and nice. also mandy um so yeah i haven't haven't seen that suspiria yet um getting yeah, a lot of, not- uh, a lot I mean, of hereditary another,
1: um, a lot of hereditary on here yeah <laughs> definitely um, the,
0: the one that people have said the most for sure is
1: definitely the number one on this list um yeah, uh, yeah danny said uh, everyone must watch border one of ah. my favorite films of the year um that was one that i don't i don't think has got like a full release yet i remember like seeing it and i don't hmm. i don't know whether it's had like a full release or maybe it did sneak out there but it was it was one that was kind of wasn't sure whether it was like overly in the genre or not but it, it sounded cool either way
0: yeah i've not heard of that one we'll have to have a look for 2019 mm. um we've got a uh, cat hair who says i like upgrade um i know you guys Hell didn't. Yeah. I, really, I liked how fun it was not a recall a, a remake sequel or reboot uh um, hey, one guy
1: liked upgrade right here i don't i don't think that's how the story goes
0: <laughs> that's fair that's fair um yeah i think that's pretty much it really like i say most of yeah. a lot of the same ones a few different quiet places as well uh, yeah i think we've got a, of, a lot of ones. hereditary
1: a lot of mandy and a lot of quiet place
0: yeah those. i feel like we're gonna have to put a poll up to decide those three i've got a feeling i know which one's gonna win um Me too. Me too. <laughs> but it is cool to see like you know puppet master on there and i'd shout out to that guy that said summer of 84 as well because yeah that's amazing. Cause hell yeah um but yeah so i guess we should get into our our awards now um let's do it so eight different categories here obviously like i said same as last year um so we'll kind of run them through uh the way we do this is again we've added to these throughout the year um and my god
1: th- did we add to them
0: <laughs> yeah so we've somehow again got this down to two runners up and a winner an overall winner um and yeah some of these categories i'm so pleased
1: are, we managed to do that because we i don't know how we every it. year when we do this we say to ourselves we're gonna stay true and just do a top three and then we mm. get down to five and are like we we can't cut any yeah and somehow we do it every year and i'm mm. really pleased with that to keep it genuine um i'm sure we're gonna squeeze in some honorable mentions yeah
0: but,
1: you know that, that that that's that's fair guys
0: come on like i said i'm sure there's plenty of stuff that like you know you you'll be like what why haven't you mentioned this all this and trust me it would have been on the short list um yeah because everything was on there at one point and we just <laughs> had to slowly go through it and just you know our favorites ended up and obviously also worth noting this isn't from our top 10 this is every mm. single movie that we've watched this year um mm-hmm. obviously the, the our top 10 movies are our favorite movies and so they're going to be reflected here as well um yeah. but it is also nice to see some movies that haven't got the love um so, yeah, starting with Best Surprise. Um, best Surprise. Obviously, um, this is very much a personal taste thing, like obviously all of this is. But, um, yep. you know, I think there are two types of surprise for the show, really. It's a movie that you know literally nothing about, which is the nicest one for us, um, because mm-hmm. that's very hard in this day and age. You know, you know so much <laughs> yeah. of trailers. Well, and in, especially
1: stuff. as a show that, that's going out there to watch horror movies for you guys, like mm. we tend to know what they're about
0: yeah well we kind of need to really just to know <laughs> yeah. when we're going to watch stuff um and yeah and then the other aspect of that is movies that we genuinely thought would be terrible um because yeah. you know you do have these kind of preconceived notions even though you yeah. want every film to be great um and yeah i feel like this this list sort of reflects that um so yeah i mean where should we start with this one
1: um i mean this uh let's start with one that we thought was going to be trashed and turn out to be great uh, yeah the the predator mm. like Snuck into our top 10 list. I mean, if you'd have shown me that trailer and said, That's your 10th favorite movie this year, I'd have said 2018 was a bad year. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it wasn't. The, the movie turned out fantastic and was a mm. massive surprise. Like, we walked out of the cinema buzzing like Mm. it was probably the most we were buzzed walking out of the cinema (laughs) all year um it reminded me very much like happy death day where we just Mm. kind of walked out grinning and was just like that was great weren't it and uh like it it was just it was just so much fun and just way better than it had any right to be and what i thought it was going to be
0: yeah it was one of those movies when obviously we already talked about it on the show where it was it was the slow start and then it kind of quickly won us over but i remember being about halfway through that movie and being like this is like really good, and mm. and it, you know I was not expecting that. I was expecting it to be like a level of the Meg or any of these other movies.
1: Yeah, like, I almost had to like switch my brain back on fully. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, you you need to pay attention. And to I,
0: and it felt like I was sitting and I was going like, oh, am I crazy? Am I just really? Yeah. Like, I was one. Wonder- like, it was one of those ones where it'd be really hard for me to gauge audience's receptionist movie but also your reception and kind of what yeah, you yeah. think of this um because yeah. I, I was half expecting to come out and be like i loved it and you were gonna be like that was the biggest piece of shit ever um <laughs> but it was it was awesome and yeah a massive surprise because like i say this was re- not remotely on our upcoming kind of excitement list um i mean when we went to fright fest and they had the uh the awesome big sort oh, of we were taking, there
1: yeah we were mocking it
0: yeah. We were just like, Oh, that's funny. they got the predator there. You know, I really put this on the level of these just big budget cash in hand movies, yeah. these cash grab movies. And yeah, it wasn't, it was awesome. It was made from a place of heart. We talked about it on the show, but Shane black like absolutely nailed it. He clearly is one of the few people in the world that can both knows what to make, uh, makes a great predator movie and can actually and achieve can it. Make it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, another runner up, um, again in the top 10. So we already talked about it, but life changer, um, you know, and talk about best surprise. It, we saw it on a whim. Uh the only reason why we did see it at Fright Fest was because we'd already seen Incident in a Ghost Land, <laughs> Um which is of course on our top ten, but obviously No, it was
1: because we wanted to see it, God damn it because we knew it'd be great.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing, like you know, it's oh, hang it's on. crazy. <laughs> We would yeah. have obviously, we never would have seen this movie, and God knows, no. you know, it's, it's obviously going to get a very, very limited release yeah. in 2019.
1: We would not have seen this movie, I don't think. Like, no, if we I hadn't have so. gone to that random art screening, um, and I'm so glad that we did.
0: Yeah, definitely, because yeah, like, like Echo, what we said before, it's an amazing movie. Hardly any people are going to see it. Um, I'm really mm. glad that we have our platform that we can at least get it out to a few more people. Yeah. Um, because yeah, it's awesome.
1: But yeah, the the winner of this one, um, mm. shockingly, guys, it made our second favorite movie, and it's yeah. one best surprise. I mean, yeah. Unfriended: Dark Web, man, like what, what a
0: surprise! <laughs>
1: where, where did this one come from? Like, yeah.
0: I still can't this, believe how was
1: this movie so great, and how does it not get the buzz? Like, mm. that's the thing that was so surprising that this movie had come out in America and it had zero buzz, and so like we'd seen the trailer like and thought maybe this weird unfriended sequel it kind of looks good and then like no one spoke about it and Mm. we kind of thought oh it must have sucked then like the trailer just did a good job of selling a crap movie you know and then um lo and behold it was incredible Mm. um and yeah hands down you know best surprise of the year like just thoroughly deserved
0: yeah, like it's it's one of those ones where I sometimes do a double take when I see that that was our second favorite movie of the year. Where I'm just I like a sequel to Unfriended, but then I've you know I've seen that movie twice already, and mm. I love it. I absolutely love it, and it's it's exactly up my alley and everything that I want from horror. Mm. So yeah, it's yeah. It's
1: well, I remember like I. Uh, like, I, I thought it was going to be high on your list, and I mm. thought to myself, I need to rewatch this because every time I saw its name, I was like, no, it weren't that great. Wasn't it? <laughs> and then I rewatched it like a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. God damn it.
0: <laughs> it's insanely good. Um, yeah. But yeah, congratulations to next, for that, for the first win. um So, next up, this is. Ooh, this is a highly contentious one. Um, perhaps it, it, all these are difficult. This might have been the most difficult. Um, it, it was is, this year. Yeah, it is. I haven't best seen death.
1: fifty-two movies. Best death mm. is a tough one.
0: Yeah, I think we saw a lot of different deaths in movies this year, and we anything that I remotely enjoyed, I added to the list, and then suddenly we had about sixty different deaths, and we were like, yeah, God "What damn. the hell do we do here?" Um, yeah. And obviously, it's it's another category where. I feel like the heart and soul of this award is kind of visuals. Um, It's, it's a creative kill. It's a cool stylistic kill. Think of like the classic, you know, like a Friday, the 13th movie and kind of what you'd want. Yeah um that is where i personally kind of have this category um and then also you know like a shocking moment um you know because Definitely. there are certainly you know an honorable mention and again this is going to be filled with spoilers uh, if you haven't seen some of these movies um yeah
1: we're talking about people that die like exactly yeah, it's gonna have like spoilers guys
0: you know the the kind of um the death in hereditary halfway through the movie just, yeah my god so shocking Ble- blew me away i was it was the last thing i was expecting watching that movie given like they nailed the market for that movie because they made it seem like she was going to be the main character of the film mm. um and then and so to kill her off and then also show it viciously the camera yeah. does not pull away it shows you grief in the most awful way possible mm. like it's in a it's in a crazy emotional. this time.
1: this was this was the one that we did not want to cut like to yeah. the point that we was like we might have to make it four yeah like because it was it was so good. Um you know, it it really did blow us away when we saw it. But then uh we um we ended up with three. Where do you want to begin?
0: Yeah, I mean, so for me, I think this is one that um would have gone under the radar again cause this we just talked about it. But in unfriended dark web, um again this is the last yeah, number two bullet. for a reason man yeah so again watch this movie because i don't want to actually spoil this death but i we're gonna have to talk about it so it's impossible to um but the the standout moment in that movie was aj and kind of his character was a really interesting one in the movie mm. um he's the woke character he's the one who kind of is aware at least at the internet is a really bad place to be at or can be at times mm.
2: um
0: and so he's very much the guy who's kind of like, yeah, you know, they, we've already seen a couple of characters get killed off at this point. You know, they were really easy to track down via their sort of virtual footprint. Um, yeah. I think one of the first characters as well is like the, you know, they know a name, they immediately find out address because it's on like her university alumni website. And then boom, they found you. <laughs> yeah. So it's fairly simple stuff, really. Whereas, whereas AJ was the one that was like, he's actively fighting it. And he's the one that's saying like, you know, you're not going to find me. You're never going to, you know, I, I know how to track people and so i i've made myself untrackable and the the sequence of events that play out over the next sort of 2 to 3 minutes that result in his death are like insanely um crazy they're insanely complicated they're so well written they're really well portrayed visually on the screen mm-hmm. as well so you don't really lose track of what's going on like it, it kind of almost felt like the end of a saw movie when they start to show you these clips and it's
1: like oh it was it was just kind of like yeah and was just like, like, like oh my god this yeah. is gonna
0: happen and and when it results in in obviously he gets swatted um mm. which is an epidemic which is happening in real life and to see that portrayed in a horror movie um in a really really realistic way um and then obviously kind of what happens and it just everything about this. I I loved it so much. It stayed with me. It made me feel sick to my stomach because it actually reminded me of a lot of real life stories. I've heard of similar things and I'm like, man, you could actually get someone killed just by being like a troll on the internet. And that's kind of insane to me. Yeah. Um, it was man. it, It deserved to be on the list for sure.
1: I mean, where, where do I even begin with this one? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun one. So we're going back to Fright Fest, guys. We're yeah. going to be talking about Puppet Master. Oh, yeah. And Puppet Master got, a, got right. a reference. That's right. I had to get it in there. It's, the I mentioned earlier today, like give me a more entertaining 20 minutes to half an hour in, in any film. I challenge you because Mm. when shit goes down in this movie, in the hotel, it was fantastic. We could have picked from a ton of deaths. Um,
0: Yeah. There's so many
1: in the end. Like I don't even know how to begin describing this, but but (laughs) basically a puppet ends up decapitating a guy and throwing his head in a toilet full of piss. Mm. What, what more, what more do I need to say? one more do i need well, to say.
0: well you you're missing a key part of what makes it so ridiculous <laughs> is the is that the guy is urinating at the time um true. and proceeds to still urinate on his decapitated head true um, i'm glad
1: you went there with that i i was <laughs> i was just waiting for you to finish it off
0: <laughs> well no it has to because it, it's just it's so ridiculous um, it should not work, and yet yeah, it's an, actually a really impressive practical effect. It's it's the,
1: funny as hell. It's gory as hell, and it mm. it's done. Yeah, like you say, practical effect works incredibly well. Mm. So, you know, it had to it had to get
0: in there. It epitomizes to me exactly what that movie should be, and it's yeah. the highest of highs in that movie. Um yeah. obviously we talked about it loads, you know, kind of the slow parts of that movie, but but for sure when the puppets are going mental and killing people, it's exactly what you want. Yeah, um, and yeah, yeah I'm and glad...
1: this epitomizes it more than anything, and it had to get a shout out in this category. Yeah,
0: yeah this was the category that they I feel like they were fighting for, you know, like yeah. they are very proud of their deaths, and yeah. rightly so. You did it,
1: guys. You did it.
0: Um but the winner was another death that we saw on the big screen at fright Fest. Um, and i
1: tell you what just like we're going to be spoiling this film in more oh, ways yes. than one so definitely check this film out before you, you listen to, to any more of this episode
0: <laughs> yeah so massive spoiler warning and this is about summer of 84 um obviously it was it was in our top five um mm-hmm. go see the movie because it's amazing and then yeah hopefully you've seen it at this point because the this uh this character death um the death of woody is both shocking um it comes at a time in the movie where as we discussed previously it felt like the movie had already done um obviously we've at this point we've already got the big reveal that Mackie Mm -hmm. is in fact the serial killer and what yeah, he, he gets away in a really cool way. And I was I was satisfied with how that was going to end as like, a you know, oh, he's the boogeyman and you don't know when he's going to come back for you. And then slowly this ladder like creeps down and he just like steals... Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the main character's name? I can't actually remember for the top of my head. Uh, but, um, but he basically kidnaps our lead character, and Woody, his best friend, um, who are like sleeping over together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he then proceeds to... Um, released him in the wild, kinda of plays this like big cat and mouse game where he's obviously Davy. Davy, that's the one. Good old Davy. Um, Good old but yeah, he, he kind of proceeds to chase down our characters and he's really just having like his own way, you know, because he's the one in control of the situation.
1: Yeah, because it's a cat and mouse where you really do feel like the 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 cat is just in complete control. Yeah, and he's, he's playing
0: gonna, with his prey. Yeah,
1: he's just playing with his prey and he's gonna get there eventually. Um, you know, it, uh, and when it ultimately happens, my god!
0: Well, that's the thing. This is a movie which is about a guy who kidnaps and kills children, um, mm. but it's done in a way that they don't show anything because how could you possibly show that? Like it's such yeah. a horrific crime that you know, just even mentioning that is enough. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so the fact that it goes there in the final performances, and not only does it kind of have this um, this lingered out scene of kind of terror where he's chasing them, but then he catches Woody from behind and just slits his throat um mm. you see it on the screen they show it we see this poor it's one of the
1: see. most savage throat slit scenes i've ever seen anyway let alone yeah. the context you know yeah. let alone as a young child
0: yeah a young child um, who in a movie where i thought the kids were untouchable in yeah. terms of actually seeing it yeah um, just it was, like, was like
1: the most likable one like he yeah. had like this this tragic kind of backwards and forwards with his mom where yeah, he's he like looking to die. after her yeah. and he was kind of, yeah, you really felt for him. And then for mm. that to just happen, like, it was it was horrific. Like, it stuck with me.
0: Yeah, like, I I could not believe this stuff. I still can't believe it. I almost feel like, mm. did I just create the last 20 minutes in my head? Because yeah, I don't Did know this how movie I,
1: end at an hour and a half, guys? Let us know.
0: I mean, for as much as I've said about this kind of getting a, a smaller release, I almost yeah. wonder if it seems like this is why it did. Because yeah. who, who's going to pick up a movie that has a kid getting his throat slit? Yeah. Like
1: you I mean, you'd you'd do seen... you do hallucinate at fright fest like yeah, I maybe, maybe we did maybe we had a shared hallucination
0: oh, we saw so many movies that yeah it could have happened <laughs> but like this hallucination wins best death by hands down <laughs> um it was amazing <laughs> shout out to them for going there and i still can't believe you crazy motherfuckers did it it was amazing yeah well played um, well played but yeah kind of um, our next our next two categories now we mentioned acting yeah. a lot yeah
1: let's so, go let go into best male performance
0: oh, this, this, was, this was tough man this was brutal
1: it was um the biggest upset for this for me personally was that uh we had to cut bruce campbell uh <laughs>
0: i know i still can't believe when you said to me like we need to cut bruce Campbell. you, you
1: motherfucker like... you motherfucker <laughs> i fought. i fought for bruce guys
0: so did I, I, lie, for I don't know i don't know how he ended up off this list i it still blows yeah. my mind
1: yeah um I was willing to cut anyone, including the winner, <laughs> to be honest, just to keep him in. <laughs> but in the end, uh, we we have the following.
0: Well, do we have any more? Um, sort of, uh, um, rec- uh what's the word? Missed.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, do you have anything? Any other? Well, I,
0: I know I mean, we all had Luke, of, didn't we, all from all of the
1: basically all of the cast from Haunting of Hill House. Um, mm our standout character was Luke and he he was amazing. Um, yeah, I I can't think of anyone else that we kind of had massively shortlisted for it in the end. Um,
0: I feel like they were the hardest to, yeah,
1: in in the end we, we landed with, um, Matthias from unfriended, Mm. uh, played by Colin, Colin Woodell. Um, I mean,
0: also in the purge,
1: also in the purge, uh, the TV show, uh, uh, you know, he's been in a couple of things that we've seen him in, and has been mm. fantastic throughout. And like I said, um, when we talked about Unfriended, you know, it feels like this Unfriended has come up a lot in these best of, and mm. it was because it was it kind of nailed so many different things. And like definitely, Matthias was the glue that kept this film together. His performance was so genuine. You you felt his feelings towards his girlfriend. You felt um, his kind of you know struggle internally trying to play his friends but not get them in trouble even though he ultimately does um but also to help his girlfriend um you know trying to not show the emotion but show the emotion it was just extremely well done um and a great performance that warrants to be on our list
0: he was one of those guys where as soon as I saw this movie, he he's a guy that's immediately on my radar now of anything mm, he's in, yeah. boom. And obviously, we've seen The Purge since then, and, like, and he's the best actor in that by far. Um, yeah. He carries multiple episodes of that show. And Only because
1: Bruce Campbell's not in The Purge.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he's amazing. He's another young actor that I'm super pumped for, and I hope he stays within the genre because... He's so, so talented. Like, I say, he can play so many different roles. To be that vulnerable for that long, with the camera that mm. close to your face, and portraying yeah. it in such a realistic way is so difficult. Um, but yeah, our next runner-up, we kind of mentioned it as a shout-out on our top ten, um, is Alex Lothar, um in Ghost Stories, um, mm. kind of the the middle segment of the movie. And phew, I, st- I still, I still can I don't understand how this kid is this good. Like he he can portray so many different emotions in in a look in in like in the smallest little times and and as we discussed when we talked about ghost stories for a movie that tries to straddle the line between comedy and horror i feel like he is the one that exemplifies that more than anyone in the entire movie yeah definitely um, everyone's exceptional but he is a class above everyone because he's he's just so good at doing that like i didn't know whether to cry whether to laugh with him to laugh at him to scream with him to feel sorry for mm. him you know he, he portrays so many and he's he's really not in the movie that much either when you talk about
1: no he's war, he's in it such a short amount of time but yeah that leaves his mark massively
0: all the other performances that we're probably going to talk about are pretty much lead characters yeah. and they kind of carry the movie whereas yeah. he is like in a the male part. and female yeah yeah he, he's a small part of an ensemble cast and for him to steal the show and leave that much of an impression is so impressive um, it's to give
1: he, the comedy and the horror mm. hand in hand so close to each other yeah. Um, which was so impressive you know one minute you are laughing with him then you're genuinely te- genuinely terrified Some yeah. would say he's like a young bruce campbell
0: <laughs> some would they'd be uh psychos um <laughs> but uh he he was um, i'm
1: gonna obviously. work him into all three
0: <laughs> that's fine by me um he was good luck on the next one
1: um he, he was none of mine
0: Alex was sort of like on my radar because of Black Mirror, and he was amazing in that show. And so that's what's great about this category is obviously with with Colin, the one we previously just talked about, he wasn't really on my radar, but now is. Mm. And Alex was a guy who I knew about and was excited for, and now he's nailed another performance, so he just goes up in my mind even more. And again, he's another guy where I'm like, get this guy in more horror stuff because he's just he's he's incredible um but yeah, yeah there's there but, can only be one winner there was, this- only one, there was
1: only one winner he <laughs> too has a strong chin just like bruce campbell <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm talking about
0: i respect that
1: <laughs> thank you i did it uh john krasinski mm. lee from a quiet place um You know, it's our movie of the year, uh, the movie of the year because of everything, but including the performances, and John just blew me away. Um, You know, the final scenes of this movie just had me devastated and enthralled you know I wouldn't let my eyelids blink for a second and it was his performance that kind of carried that those final scenes um and and just to feel that fatherly kind of bond towards his children and that kind of overwhelming kind of drive to look after them and support them he just portrayed it perfectly and it was it was one of the strongest performances that I've seen in a long long time
0: yeah, definitely. When, when we talk uh, about seeing... of
1: horror just just in in film in general.
0: Mm. When we talk about seeing the movie and obviously we pretty much knew it was going to be our movie of the year. Um mm. this was the only other category where I was like there's no way he doesn't win this. Like yeah he he. obviously we talked about two amazing performances there's plenty of other performances that that we haven't even mentioned that are so good um he was just a, a cut above and like you say the fact that he's directing himself mm. um, is unreal that he can get this level of performance and obviously it's such a muted performance it's not what you'd usually expect in a horror movie um mm-hmm. it's you know very uh not much dialogue it's it's all in the look and the the physicality of him and, and the emotion and the eyes and everything like he nailed it so hard. I, I don't think we'll ever see a performance like this for a very long time. No, um, and, and he yeah. had a great beard. Exactly. You've got to give a best beard as well. Um, yeah, he,
1: he wins that.
0: But yeah, congratulations to John Krasinski for winning Best Male Performance. Shall Hands we go down. on to Best Female Performance? Let's do it so again another hard category um plenty of people that just missed out obviously we already mentioned before tony collett and hereditary um the entire cast of fawn in the Phil
1: house basically the entire cast yeah i still feel bad (laughs)
0: that at least one of them didn't get on here but in a way i almost feel like we had to put either everyone or no one yeah exactly it had to be no one sadly but the cast is a joke for a tv show it's amazing yeah um but yeah, starting off with our first runner-up, uh, one that I'm a huge fan of is Claire Foy, um, who played Sawyer in Unsane. Um, talk, again, talked about it earlier on, but like I was just enamored with her performance so much, and she's kind of like my new obsession now after this movie. <laughs>
1: she really um, is, guys. Where, really
0: like, is. They're, they're going to make me watch The Crown, which I have zero interest in watching, <laughs> just because of Claire Foy. Um, I tell you what, him-
1: though, we're not goddamn reviewing it for the show, I tell
0: you that <laughs> No, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like it was it was it was just a perfect performance like kind of when it started i didn't know what the movie was really going to be about that first scene when she kind of like invites a guy over and then is really freaked out yeah um, before she then goes back to her job i was like like, what is going on it was such a multi-layered performance and obviously when we get into what the meat of the movie when she's in this like insane asylum i felt so sorry for her character i mean it really felt like she was being so mistreated but then she really towed the line well of kind of what is and isn't reality. Um, it was something we talked about when we reviewed this movie and was perhaps why it didn't end up on our top 10 in the end was that we would have liked for them to have really gone more down that yeah, road for the entire That's movie. Cool. They, they pretty much show their hand, early on in the movie and then they don't really change the, the, the kind of, there's no more revelations. Um, whereas I feel like Claire's Foy's performance would have easily carried it to the point of when we talked about summer of 84, for example, where we really didn't know until the end, mm. whether Mackie was good or bad. I feel like they could have done a similar thing with David and kind of, Is yeah. there isn't he there? And well, I would have I totally genuinely believed thought,
1: that. Yeah. Like, you know, what well, you know, when they actually, I, I, sometimes, when I'm watching these films, um, um, I sometimes think, like, is that character really there or is it in someone's head? And I'm looking mm. to see if other characters interact with them. Yeah. And I was I was surprised that, like, that happened so fast, but it doesn't take away from Claire's performance because, no. you know, like you say, for her to play that kind of – um, to play that, uh, you know, th- this character that's been wrongly imprisoned in this insane asylum, we've seen that quite a lot. Um, mm. It's sometimes – portrayed quite frustrating where they just kind of like whine in and end up ultimately becoming like looking insane because of it. And she, she doesn't really have that happen. She just has like unfortunate things happen to her that, that make people think that, if you know what I mean? It's mm. not like she is actually just becomes the role. Like she's, she's switched on and knows what's going on the whole time. And um, it's the other people around her that need to catch up. And that's mm. what makes it a, you know such a good performance. I think
0: yeah for sure um it's it's still such a shame that she's you know she was the star of fede alvarez's new movie and we still haven't seen it um, i know i'm, I'm, I'm dying no. to watch it. it's my number no. one movie from this year that i haven't watched that i'm just dying yeah. to see yeah um, we just unfortunately just didn't get around to it but the second that's out on blu-ray <laughs> you get i know um, um but, but yeah, yeah next, next up
1: one. next up um another another household name uh mm. natalie portman mm. um from annihilation i mean kind of when she was attached to this movie it was kind of like wow they got like a, a crazy name for this horror movie like can she actually you know well the overall the cast
0: in was crazy as well yeah
1: true <laughs> but like can 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 she give the horror performance that we want and the answer mm. is 100 percent yes yeah. um you know the movie opens with her and her partner and kind of um
0: Shout out to Oscar Isaacs as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic in everything he does. Mm. Um, And, yeah, like, from that point on, I was just in for the ride with her character, loved her performance. I loved how um, much of a leader and how strong she was and how she kind of, you know, she wasn't the leader in the group in terms of, like, the hierarchy, but it was very clear early on that everyone looked to her and she was so strong and genuine in that performance Um, and kind of... You know, throughout throughout the movie, um, you have, like you say, a very strong ensemble cast in in this. But she um, does dominate that in terms of performance for me anyway. And and that's why she kind of makes the list, really, because to have that number of strong people around you, sometimes it just becomes a blended kind of just, you know, good performances from good actors throughout. But she really elevated her performance to the next level
0: yeah definitely i I always think it's interesting when we see these big names and that's very much a theme of this category because we don't usually see that in horror um Mm. obviously we are like even because you know tony Collette is a huge name but um when i compare it to last year um i believe sophia lillis was our winner last year Mm. um who was obviously a fairly unknown um and then we had obviously jessica roth on there as well um Mm. who again was an unknown so and that's generally what you get with horror is that like nice standard performances and you know we talked about multiple movies life changer all these different ones that have of these surprisingly good acting performances mm. but like this was a year where the triple a big name actors and yeah, actresses they came, to the actually, genre. they came to the genre and they nailed it mm. um and and that is the theme and i guess again no you're not going to win anything for guessing who our winner is here. Uh, <laughs> um no because yeah, our winner is Emily Blunt. Um, of course, you played Evelyn in a Quiet Place. Um, of course, I feel like she she almost single handedly won this award based on one scene alone. Correct. Um, Correct. Which is, I still blows my mind that she's able to do what she does. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that is such a crazy element that they added to a Quiet Place. We haven't really talked about that, but. Mm-hmm. In a world where you can't make a sound to introduce a baby, um, especially in the circumstances, well, to introduce already... a
1: pregnancy yeah. and then a baby, yeah, you
0: know, um, um, it's and obviously crazy. after they've already lost a child in the movie as well, like it's it's an insane thing, and it's kind of it's the second they reveal that bump when you take the the, the small time shift the movie takes,
1: oh, it's incredible.
0: You, you're like, what? And how are they going to do that? And 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 they yeah. nail everything again. Well, your like your, your
1: instant your instant thought is like oh no how the hell is she gonna give birth mm. and then you kind of think that that will get skipped again on because we've obviously had a yeah. jump in the movie already but they straight up just show you the brutality of it um and it's her performance is just out of this world like i say the second that happens i'm like well there's not gonna be that performance this year um yeah. and that's not to damn play her in the rest of the movie because no. the rest of the movie is fantastic but that just elevates it you know her that performance there for her and like john's performance in the finale is what nailed those two in into our top two positions you know
0: yeah definitely and it was it was a weird one because john was so clearly the winner for best male and it almost felt like you had to have emily here because the movie doesn't work without the two of them yeah um it is that back and forth it is the relationship um that you believe obviously so much and yeah they're they're amazing like we we obviously like this will come to no surprise to people that emily blunt is a really good actor and so is natalie (laughs) portman and so is claire foy like this is the least surprising category there is but we can't just be like oh well everyone's you know people have talked about natalie portman for years so let's let's yeah, keep it exactly, from unknown yeah, like we have not, to yeah we, we judge everything credit. equally we
1: give credit to the to you know the smaller you know movies the life changers and the summer of 84s whenever we can but we've got to mm. be genuine and these these guys like we say they brought it to the genre this year
0: and the thing is you don't become so successful with like fluky. Like that's not no. something that happens in this world. And, and especially in the, in the acting world, like there, there generally isn't anyone who's like stealing a living and you're like, how the hell have they done this? Because they're all, they're all so excellent. And it's, it's such a cut for it market talking about these okay. child actors now that are up and coming. Like
1: My God, yeah.
0: if you're, if you're not nailing your performances, you're not going to get roles anymore. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's, that's kind of the halfway point. So our next one, best concept. Um Best concept. I still feel like this is sponsored by Hardcore Henry, um, this category. Um potentially. Yeah. But um again, th- the some movies that we have mentioned here um start with sort of one of the runners up really is Life Changer. Um there shout, is. shout out to Life Changer, man. Like <laughs> I've changed it.
1: Hanging in our top ten, man. Like, I know it,
0: hanging in the top it, ten. What a movie. These heavy hitters as well. Um yeah. these these multi million dollar productions. And it's this small little indie movie and I can't wait to watch it again. I think it's out in around February and I honestly can't <laughs> I wait. Just-
1: I just hope we can watch it again.
0: I hope it's as good as we remember as well. Because obviously, (laughs) even though I said earlier and I still stand by this, I actually think the the way we watched it almost was against it. Um, Mm -hmm. It also easily could have been the fact that we were at Fright Fest and in such a good mood that day. Um, But who knows? But yeah, amazing concept. Yeah, Um, Yeah, either way,
1: like like, such an incredible concept, Mm -hmm. like something that the the concept and also kind of the the way they executed it, you know, Mm -hmm. it, it works so well.
0: I think for people that haven't seen the movie, you might think, oh, we'll shape it. And you've seen that a million times. But I think mm. for it to be what is essentially where the emotion of this movie comes from like the, the horror comes from it as well but i felt really attached to our main character who is you know doesn't have a face or a name i don't know anything about this person um or you kind of the main drive is this voiceover that you get throughout the movie and then obviously the emotion that each actor portrays while they're being embodied by the same character um and i really felt like he was chasing something he was trying to get to this end point that that ultimately you kind of always knew was like a fool's errand and. You're watching it play out, and you just know it's going to be devastating. And yeah, it, it was that was that to me was a great concept of it is not a wacky take on shapeshifting. It's it's this is almost like a romance film, really. Um, yeah,
1: it, it is. I mean, and that, I mean that is what the director said. You know, he said yeah. it was. You know, it was a romantic story with just mm. this crazy sci-fi element. But at its core, it's a love story
0: yeah and yeah, that, and that really yeah. is
1: what it is yeah yeah
0: that's why i think it deserves to be on here because i think that yeah. was a, a, an awesome twist on something that is generally considered like fairly you know unique. And, and i thought this this mm. was
1: unique definitely um yeah i mean next up on the list we've got um a guy that knows about great concept. Mm. um a guy pascal yeah in a ghost land he um, knows how
0: to write a good horror movie i'll give him that he one. does
1: indeed he <laughs> does indeed and please give me another horror movie soon man yes. like um
0: yeah don't be yeah, like I mean, as long as it was last time
1: <laughs> i mean this concept um kind of in in our in our top 10 discussion um we didn't super go into the concept because mm. the concept is a massive spoiler um yeah. but kind of the the halfway through twist that this movie has i 100% did not see coming um Having rewatched the movie, knowing the twist now, um, there are telltale signs that you just don't see or pick up on, and it's yeah. so clever and so subtle. And then, kind of, to have that feed into the movie backwards and forwards multiple times, and makes what happens to the characters even more tragic. Kind of this, yeah, this, this, just absolute crazy future that this character has just dreamed up for herself to, to get out of this horrific situation and how she just keeps shutting down and going back to that world and every time you go back to the world after you know it's so tragic because you know what's happening to her in real life um it's just a really out there crazy concept that just adds to the to a genre and a movie that the uh, when going in i didn't need any of this and when i got it i was just blown away by it so mm. it was fantastic
0: the thing i really like is it's not traditionally something you would see portrayed in a film um mm. it could work fairly easily in a book um mm. it's very hard to portray visually on the screen yeah it it's feels kind
1: of, very stephen king you know mm. inspired kind of like you see Obviously, you know.
0: the, the the movie a lot of it is about writing it's about horror writers um, mm. our lead character is kind of obsessed with horror fiction uh, she wants to be a horror writer um and it it feels like this is a love letter to horror fiction. Um mm-hmm. and I think this is why it's portrayed so well is that it it this is a story of an ilk of a horror book, you know, of a horror novel. Whereas yeah. not necessarily like the fact that it's it's almost, you know, it is a a slasher home invasion but then with this crazy in-depth uh plot twist. You just don't see movies like this very often and that's why it's very really no. special. Um and yeah, guess what guys? The winner <laughs> You may be sick What's of it the at this point. I don't know. Is it like... Hmm, what could it be? Maybe something that's not in our top ten. Now nah, it's it's a quiet place. Um, we talked about it. Place, guys. We talked about it at length. But obviously, the concept itself is amazing. I think it's something that sure people can be like, ah, it's been done before in these other little ways. And I'm sure we're going to see a million movies that are similar to this mm. um, in the in the in the foreseeable future because of how much money this movie made. Definitely. But, nailing that idea the you know the 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 creatures and the sound but then setting it in a post-apocalyptic world making it about this family it's not about the world it's not about the government it's not about how do you kill these monsters you know Mm. that becomes a very small plot point it is about where they came
1: from and all of that and seeing the outbreak it's not about that at all.
0: No, it's like how do you protect your family in the worst situation possible, um, and that to me is like a, an amazing, powerful driving force that I would love to see explored more in the genre. Um, there, there are plenty of obviously family movies and stuff, and especially in like the eighties, you get more of that. I don't really see that as much today, um, but yeah, I, I just I think this was easily our best concept of the year for me. Definitely. Um, but yeah, congratulations to a quiet place again. Hell yeah, man! Um, Hell yeah so yeah three more no Um,
1: right now we move on to a crazy one
0: yeah this one this one was a weird one um (laughs) i feel like this one's always a weird one um it's best sequel slash remake um which this is not necessarily best movie you know like last year for example jigsaw was on this category um yeah as a sequel to obviously being as part of the saw franchise, whereas it was obviously nowhere near our top 10. And similarly, I guess, you know, our number two movie we, the um, is technically a sequel, but it's yeah. not on this list. Um, no. because we don't care about unfriended dark web in the sense of it being it's, a sequel it's to not unfriended. A
1: sequel. You know, it's categorically not a sequel. Yeah. It's a, it's a dark web movie that got the unfriended license, you know, um,
0: yeah. this movie, this category is essentially what, it, what is the best movie that builds upon what mm. preceded it and kind of, what and is a fun entry in a franchise
1: in, in, you know, 2018, we've seen a crazy amount of kind of, uh, oh, yeah. na- namely sequels. You know, we've mm. seen the return of Michael Myers, Leatherface, the creeper, uh, you know, puppet master, Leprechaun, like, huh. Yeah, Victor, Victor Crowley. Crowley. Like, it's incredible the amount of iconic horror characters that we've seen come back in 2018, mm. and yet very few of them have been in our conversation for year end. And yeah. it turned out that ultimately that's a bit of a disappointment. Um, but we still have got, like, some fantastic movies that have made the list. Um, mm. One which uh, was our most talked about movie of 2018, mm. it was the one that we just. You know, you can't, you could not get away from horror in 2018 without talking about this movie. And it's kind of outrageous that we haven't got to it until this point. Um, mm. But we're now talking about it. And that is 2018's Halloween. Mm. Um, I mean, this movie, anyone that's been listening to the show has been a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were hyped for this movie. We were excited. We then got nervous. We then got scared. We then got hyped. You know, we, we got we got dizzy with excitement. Uh, we ultimately ended up seeing it, and um, you know, were was disappointed because we really thought it was going to be. Uh, you know, could could it knock Quiet Place off its throne? Mm. No, it did not do that. However, it was still a really fun movie. Um, at its core, we still got some really cool kills and some of the best Michael Myers action we got it had moments that we didn't enjoy as much, but Hmm. you know, to concentrate on the positive, you know, we had some really cool kills and, um, like I say, if, if they announce a sequel, I'm, I'm down for more Michael Myers. Like when he is doing his Michael Myers shit and hunting people, I love it, man. Like when he just, when we had that 20 minutes, it was similar Mm. to puppet master. Like when he was just going around on Halloween and I loved him actually being like around trick or treaters and they didn't really do it enough. But Mm. when they did like that whole scene that just follows Michael through a couple of houses, was one of the best scenes that I, I saw this year. You know, we had the kind of spotlight kill, just the, the, um, that was amazing, you know, and a couple other things in it. And, and, you know, it, it was a really enjoyable movie that just, um, ultimately didn't make the grade that we, you know, the, the, the level that we had set for a Halloween movie.
0: Yeah that was it's worth noting as well because i remember when we saw halloween and, and that motion sensor kill in particular mm. i was like oh this is 100 percent going to be best death yeah and yeah it ultimately didn't even make the list because of just how much strong stuff there was but yeah the, they brought the kills in this movie no doubt like mm-hmm. i don't think there was any that i was disappointed by i actually thought they were no. all really fantastic um and yeah michael in general i really enjoyed so in, in terms of this category i think it absolutely deserves to be here you know as a yeah. movie as an overall movie i have, have problems with it obviously and we we talked mm-hmm. about that in the past um but i still think that they brought the fun halloween back to it you know i think we needed that post rob zombies halloween 2 where we just needed to make michael fun again and actually a thing again and now we can like build on and and create almost like a this is the franchise now going forward from this movie um i don't want it to be like a 40 year thing that throws away the canon and blah blah blah. i just want it to be like hey if you saw the last movie you like michael boom go go from there um yeah
1: he didn't get burnt in the house guys like it's
0: okay (laughs) like he's back exactly um this i miss
1: one, i miss the old like jason voorhees like goddamn like uh, lightning bolt bringing him back uh, to life like he had mean, some amazing we, ones as
0: well yeah
1: like shout out to those and to be fair we we get one of those in this next movie <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so there there was quite quite a few that were kind of on a similar ilk really where you know we were close to putting puppet master in here um hell house llc2 as well was a solid sequel um so yeah our next runner-up is of course i had to get my boy leprechaun in there um this isn't just kind of like a joke pick either like this movie was actually, actually good <laughs> i know but like it was it was shocking to me that this movie was as good as it was um I, I still can't believe it that it was like it was always on our radar and it was like oh i'm sure it'll be a good time but i was like no they actually made a genuinely good leprechaun movie in 2018 um and and like you say we talked about all those those icons that have returned recently Um, Mm. and it's so easy to just put them in an absolute piece of shit and try and be a cash grab you know look at like Hellraiser Judgment for example yeah Um, I didn't
1: even bring Hellraiser up I forgot Pinhead came back
0: (laughs) yeah like Pinhead deserves so much more than that movie and so like I was expecting that with this this level and like what they Mm -hmm. actually got was like a new actor playing the role, which again, really hard for these like established horror characters um, and made it his own was really good. It brought the deaths and it just brought the fun. And I needed that at the end of the year as well. As like, obviously we only talked about it last week, so we don't really need to go into it, but I th- I just thought it was a really fun sequel for sure.
1: Yeah. I think as well, like, um, like you say, the, 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 with, with these kind of, with this movie being like one of these sci-fi originals and then kind of saying that they're going to bring back some of these, um old kind of classic horror movies in a fun low budget way and leprechaun being the first and they've obviously you know we've got critters on the way and they've talked a little bit about like a killer clowns or something like that like i am 100 percent on board now for everything they do because yeah they they nailed this for what it needed to be um i wonder if they can continue to keep the charm with everything else that this movie kind of had with the terrible acting and everything else but like Mm this movie definitely nailed it in terms of just fun. And like I say, it just had that charm to it and left. Yeah. was just really fun in it. And that's what kind of made it really that, that he, you know, was just, just funny, but also kind of, you know, a really good villain throughout.
0: Mm. But yeah, there can only be one winner.
1: There can indeed. Um, you know, it, it made it into our top 10 and, um, it, it makes it as our, uh, best sequel slash remake. And that is the Predator. Mm. um you know this movie blew us away you know it was a best surprise as well um you know you know we've said it a million times but we had no hope that this movie was going to be anywhere near our year end list and suddenly it's all over it um mm. you know the um they absolutely nailed predator and what predator needed to be they made it fun they, um, they 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 also did a job which we don't care about that was kind of making it more mainstream as well, um, but but staying true to its roots and it just kind of nailed everything it wanted to do and made I think a fun ride for everyone. Um, we spoke about how like when we left the cinema we had kind of a smile on our face and was kind of um, <clears throat> really um, you know wanted to talk about it and kind of buzzed walking out the cinema. But like pretty much um, everyone I saw leaving the cinema had like a massive smile on their face and were just mm. kind of, like talking about it, and like you don't get that from like walking out of a horror movie that often, yeah. Um, and and that's why like yeah for me yeah it was the best sequel. For you.
0: Yeah, like. I- it was, it was a crowd pleaser. And that's kind of what you mm. want from these movies. Like, I don't think obviously there were exceptions, but I feel like these, especially these franchises that started years and years and years ago, it's really hard to reinvent the wheel or make like a perfect movie that has like all these, all these elements that we're obviously going to reward like in a, mm. in a best of show like this. But I feel like with predator, just make it a fun predator movie. And that's exactly what they did. And yeah. like, it sounds easier than it is obviously to do. Um, and that's why we have to give them credit because yeah, we see sp- plenty of movies where it's like yeah just make a fun hellraiser movie just make yeah. a fun jeepers creepers movie like yeah and they can't do it they're incapable of doing it whereas they actually made a really fun predator movie and so yeah i i think it's easily the best uh sequel uh, of the year for sure definitely um, definitely but yeah coming to sort of our last two categories now um final one before we go into best tv show is best villain um some great villains in twenty eighteen, but there can only be three on the list. Um yeah,
1: I mean, you know, we've had Leatherface, we've had Pinhead, <laughs> we've got Michael Myers. I mean, how many of those make the list?
0: Let's find out, shall we? So, <laughs> um, the first villain is David from Unsane. um He was, to me, one of the most despicable like characters in any movie I'd seen all year. Really, where I, I genuinely felt God, uncomfortable. He was a real
1: piece of work, wasn't he? Yeah,
0: like he's like I I I, I want to give the the actor credit, but his face alone, just when he's pulling those faces at the at the. Uh, obviously, Claire Foy. I was just like, "Oh, you're so gross and disgusting," and he portrays that so well. And, and he really does just feel like this dude who's so entitled and is just—he's ruining this person's life just because he wants to. And, and there's no other reason. Like, she's not done anything mean to him at, at all. Um, he's just latched himself onto her because she's there. And when we yeah. when
1: we first uh, watched this movie, I think we said like, "Not no offense to the guy, but like, we we genuinely are terrified of him." yeah like he he just was this this horrible person in this movie and we believed everything about him uh you know he was despicable
0: yeah like creepy is the main <laughs> word isn't it? he's just yeah. he's an absolute creep and that's yeah. that's something hard oh, to portray they get him for
1: creep three yeah, oh, could you imagine
0: oh yeah, that, pretty, I would be pretty, too pretty creeped, creeped out here. to watch that if we had Mark Duplass and and this guy in the same uh, movie. Like, I it makes <laughs> oh, it's making my skin crawl that, just think of it.
1: I'd <laughs> 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 oh, be, I mean, that, that's going to be in our best sequel slash remake if that comes out.
0: <laughs> I hope so now. Um, <laughs>
1: and they'd be, they'd both be in best villain.
0: <laughs> yeah um but yeah he's yeah. like he he really stole the show for me like obviously those two are the best part of Unsane. like the, the movie has its problems but i think these two are, are exceptional
1: definitely um, um yeah i mean next on our list we have um a video game boss basically a bad guy <laughs> from a video game we have waffner from overlord mm. um you know th- this guy plays a villain kind of in, in multiple different Kind of versions, almost. Yeah, because we we get him early on as the the stereotypical kind of German officer that's just kind of horrible and dominating to the people, his soldiers, and just like a real piece of work. Um, and um, yeah, we're going to be going into spoilers for this, but like he he gets captured, and you kind of think that's the end of his character. At that point, mm. you think he's going to get killed, or you know, he's going to go away um and when he um ultimately kind of gets away and then kind of straight up resident evil infects himself with the t-virus um and becomes a video game villain uh was just amazing like his reveal of being the villain and then kind of the the inevitable kind of boss battle that happens between um kind of you know the um right towards the end of the movie was just incredible and kind of uh just just super fun and really satisfying to see these two like i say video game characters go head to head um it, it really was just like one of my highlights of the year to see overlord kind of just just smash everything that i wanted it to be and waffner was at its core
0: yeah he him to me was he was just a classic villain like in a really mm. nice sense you know where it was yeah. like he you know exactly what he is and, and like i say he really portrays pretty much two major different mm. characters and he portrays them both super well and they're, they're great in terms of how they're used in the movie i think you need that nuanced slow really well acted performance in the first half of the movie mm. and then you just want a batshit boss to fight at the end you know because <laughs> it's going to go insane you need white russell kicking ass and you need a big bad villain to to kick ass with and yeah Yeah, i mean you
1: say he's not had his escape from la moment i say this boss battle was it man
0: like (laughs) escape from new york but um yeah i don't know i don't know maybe maybe but i still think he's got that one one movie where it's gonna be like he's gonna be winning best male performance so that's my prediction um but yeah there can there can only be one winner um there can only be one we've already talked about it multiple times there's no surprise i feel like
1: leprechaun god damn it (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> don't because people will actually switch off um <laughs> it is it's it had to be wayne Mackey from summer of 84 um
1: spoiler alert
0: yeah spoiler alert <laughs> finally but um ugh, like such a nuanced character and a nuanced performance and like i say we already talked about how much we loved it in the movie in terms of his back and forth mm. but i feel like this is the time to really focus on him as a villain and yeah his performance was amazing throughout the entire movie. Um, mm-hmm. Again, it's one that you know could have easily won in that category. Um, but but in those final moments, when he not only kills Woody in that devastating way, yeah. but then gets in Davy's face and is screaming,
1: "Oh, it's just and horrific!" He, and he's
0: yeah. saying like, "I'm not going to kill you now. I'm going to come back for you because I want you to constantly be looking over your shoulder." And it's an amazing ending to the movie. I think mm. it's 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 so weirdly like it's satisfying it builds for what could potentially be a movie which if they ever did make it the movie's already written itself oh my god but this to me was like a really satisfying ending to just a standalone movie as well like i'm really glad that he didn't either get caught or they mm. somehow found some weird home alone way of Davey, you know you know attacking mackie and i mean Wayne, i'm always like... i'm
1: always down for a home alone
0: yeah i am <laughs> but i feel like this movie was so grounded i liked how mackie was constantly in control throughout the entire movie yeah um, and it never wavered, you know, Davy's only power is his mind and is trying to tell adults what he believes. Um, yeah. he was never going to be a guy that was going to get all the evidence, you know, fool the plan, save the day. You know, that was not going to be his MO. Um, and yeah, Wayne, Wayne for me was just the standout villain. Like Definitely. he was amazing. Definitely.
1: Yeah. 100% deserved winner
0: there. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, the final now, category, all of our movies one. are done. Yeah. It's a tough one, man this was really difficult. Again, one of those ones where it's like, how do we get this down to free? So this is best TV show. Um, we talk about a lot of TV on the show and this has been a very standout year, I think for genre television, um, 100%. you know, in a year where there was no stranger things, and no game of Thrones, I think everything else delivered massively, yeah. um, you know, and filled the void. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, where, where do you want to start with this one?
1: I mean, I think like we have to say a couple of things um, yeah. like the return to greatness of American horror story mm-hmm. um, did not make our list because these three are so strong um so like i feel like that really has to be said um and i think just like a brief shout out as well to the purge tv show Mm. it had no right to be as good as what it was um it ultimately kind of didn't retain the kind of heights that it that it did towards the beginning of the season it did dip towards the end Mm. Um, and that's probably why it didn't make our list but it, it was still like um, for me, my favorite installment of the purge so far has been the TV show. Yeah, same. Um, but yeah, m- moving into our list, um, I can't not talk about him for any longer. Mm. Um, Ash versus evil dead.
0: Ah, oh, what a show, man. The,
1: the final season, um, mm. the final time that it gets a chance to be in our year ender, and it's God damn it. It's going to be there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um this season the, the whole show is fantastic but this season was just crazy like we had um some of the craziest deaths and montages and moments in not just television but just like in in just anything I've ever seen to be honest um you know I'm talking about the scene when he goes to the sperm bank um in particular you know the fact that that didn't kind of get into our best death as well Mm. like was was crazy but it just ultimately didn't get there you know um and in the end basically you know where this film went what like the final episode we we watched it together and it was just nuts wasn't Mm. it and just kind of you know how it escalated and how they managed because you know i can't imagine what sort of budget this movie has uh this movie this tv show has but like to actually pull off some fantastic, not just practical f- effects throughout, which it does, um, but this scale of what it produced for the final kind of moments um, and where it kind of left things, I, I just thought it was fantastic um, and just left me with this kind of, you know, we've, we've just got these 30 episodes of pure joy, to be honest, that mm. I can't wait to rewatch.
0: Yeah, this show to me was just like fan service to the Mm. nth degree, you know, it's it's insane that it ever happened. Um, It's equally as insane that it was as good as it was. Um, And it's, yeah, the crazy that we got... uh, of it yeah that that's that blows my mind this should have been the thing that this like they made a pilot and we yeah, somehow we got, got six, to see that and yeah yeah like it, it, it was awesome you know it's it's one of my all-time favorite things now i, I will cherish it forever and I'll, I'll always be thankful that we got it um you know it's always <laughs> sad when these things come to an end and this was obviously yeah. the the celebration of the end of the show um but what yeah. way to go out you know overall my favorite season of the show as well um and yeah and just mean, really
1: yeah ash just ended on a high which is exactly where we want his character to be
0: yeah he d- enjoy your retirement because you deserve it um but yeah our kind of our next runner-up again this is an insanely strong category um i should say as well ash versus evil dead has been a runner-up before mm. um in 2016 well played. Well played. Um, and uh, yeah our winner of 2016 is now a runner-up in 2018 mm. um which is black mirror um obviously this is pretty much a year ago since we saw this now. Um, so it came out right at the end of 2017. obviously we, we chose to, to, uh, talk about it in 2018. So that's why it's valid here. Um, and yeah, it was obviously season four, the second season on Netflix. Um, it was an interesting season it wasn't the best season of the show overall mm-hmm. um but i think with this it's show still some you of the
1: always, best television we get to see ever yeah <laughs> there's
0: there's two standout episodes um uss callister and black museum are both incredible um mm-hmm. they're both in my top five all time for the show um and then there's kind of you know the rest are there's like a couple that i really enjoy and there's a couple that are not so strong but it was a it was a great season, man. Like those two episodes alone are, are the reason why it deserves to be in this category. Um, Black Museum was a, a wonderful episode. You know the, the the kind of the subplot alone of this kind of like this guy who's addicted to pain is like an amazing idea that should be fleshed out way more. And that's just like one part of one episode of one show. Uh, you know I mean, I know. Like, it,
1: blew my, it blew my mind. And when it when it first started, I was like, "This is terrible." Like the first mm-hmm. five minutes, and then I was like, "Oh, you're trying to be terrible." Like, yeah, that's fantastic. And it was, yeah. it was so good. Um, for me, like, um, I really enjoyed Archangel as well. Um, yeah. like just like this, this whole idea of like have, putting this implant in your child to be able to like, in the mind that you're going to protect them, but you ultimately ruin their lives is, is just like, fascinating. Um, and even, you know, kind of, you know, I, I really enjoyed hanging the DJ as well, kind mm. of, um, it, it didn't give you that bang for like the final moment which i think is what you needed for that episode to, to to really elevate it but i really enjoyed the the journey and this kind of whole kind of their take on this online dating um to like the nth degree where it's like no you, you're gonna date this person for 20 days and you know it's gonna be 20 days and just mm. like go for it i really enjoyed that as a concept and again would love to see more of that as a concept to be honest with you um yeah and that's what this season does so well it gives you like this hour-long episode of this crazy concept that's so deep and so fascinating that you just want to see more of it
0: that's the Um, thing that's why
1: i love the show so much
0: yeah the show is an embarrassment of riches where it's just it's overflowing with amazing ideas and they just kind of throw you them and sometimes they're fully fleshed out sometimes they're not as fleshed out and Mm -hmm. yeah there's there's plenty in there that even if there's stuff that you don't particularly like um there's there's going to be enough in there that's just like proper up your alley and it's like this is what i'm into you know like the the whole idea of uss callister and this guy living in this kind of vr virtual world is amazing and yeah used in such a good horror way as well Mm -hmm. Um, well like
1: we say archangel didn't really flesh itself out the way we wanted it to but like mm. like i said the concept is so strong yeah, yeah. um great stuff man great but stuff. yeah
0: those those two runners up are two wow. of my all-time favorite tv shows i know and, and black
1: mirror has now been dethroned
0: i know it's crazy um but this is one where we definitely had to sort of i guess pick it with our head over our heart um because yeah, yeah and
1: i mean I, you know after watching it for me there was only one winner um you know it had to be our best tv show of the year the haunting of hill house um you know this this show blew my mind from from the first episode really um it just kind of captivated me i, I loved all the actors young the young actors and the adult versions of their characters were were both fantastic has some like genuinely terrifying moments in it um that uh really really did scare me and then like I say I was just fascinated with the journey throughout um it has some really standout moments and just like we have to shout out Mike Flanagan um and that he has given us uh you know movies from Netflix that have hit our top 10 in our last 2 years of the show and now he's given us our um number 1 TV show of the year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's crazy like he he has put the most you know he's been the most prolific guy since we've started the show mm-hmm. um and the fact that it's not just quantity it's quality as well yeah. um like i say in 2016 hush was our number six movie um and obviously last year gerald's game our number four movie J- just check out both his movies if you haven't already mm-hmm. um and now he's like oh i'm just gonna you know, dabble in tv why not yeah and yeah. he makes the best tv show of the year yeah. um that's how good this guy is it's insane and obviously we know his next project which is currently scheduled for 2020 um i don't want to think about a year that doesn't have a mike flanagan product on it now because that makes he'll, it really he'll sad.
1: he'll just come up with like a four-hour movie that's fantastic just like any in, in, in a weekend is fine yeah he'll be, we'll there. He'll be there he'll be there put, put it out and
0: it'll just be like movie of the year um yeah but yeah he's, like, he's, he's like, like oh yeah by
1: the way guys i remain nightmare on elm street there you go
0: yeah <laughs> he, he it's for me what's so exciting about doing this show is obviously we have our favorites from the past um guys that we've loved for decades you know the wes cravens of this world and, and plenty of other guys um i Probably. love seeing the next wave of that i love seeing <clears throat> the new auteurs that when we're much older than we already are, um, we will look back on and be like, "Man, this guy was making this amount of stuff." And and for me, he is the guy right now to look at. Yeah. Um. We we obviously the Fede Alvarez's of this world are up there as well. But like he, yeah, Mike, Mike Flanagan, yeah, Pascal. What what Mike has achieved in in just the last three years alone is astounding to me, and I already feel like he's just getting started. Um, mm. you know, his next project is a huge project. Um, Doctor Sleep. Uh, and i'm glad he's got a huge project he deserves to be a name that gets these big these big yeah. ideas to, to wrestle with um and yeah this was an amazing show it was the most emotional tv show i watched this year um yeah. it had the best horror of any tv show i watched this year um it's definitely something that i'm going to rewatch as well um i don't know if i'm ready to oh, rewatch the, it the, because i'm it so emotional uh, that's
1: exactly it that final episode just ripped my heart out mm. and not like in a not because it was brutal what i was seeing just because of that family emotion and mm. just the, the the end of the journey you know um, i was really
0: happy actually one yeah. of my overwhelming emotions you know there was a lot to go through but it was actual happiness to see them come out the other side at least some of the family um, yeah well, i think that it was, was great it.
1: you know it's just kind of to actually see them you know get there and kind of you know you you're just so kind of worried that the like what's gonna happen to him more and eventually when you you get to that end point and you're just kind of like, "Oh thank God like and it's just mm-hmm. that relief it yeah. was, it was so it was so good you know I think um the 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 crazy kind of episode that that kind of was just like the giant one take was a, was a a feat like a crazy achievement in itself. And the fact that the guy just does that in between these 10 fantastic episodes. Mm. I think the fact that we, um, obviously have tweeted out, um, and we've spoke about it, you know, that everyone, uh, our fans kind of favorite movies of the year. And the fact that in that tweet, we did not reference TV and yet multiple people either, referenced Hill House along with a movie or just straight up referenced Hill House. Yeah. And like that that's I'm one hundred percent on board for that because if this was a combined list of television and film, this would be very high on the list. Yeah. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's amazing. Um but yeah, congratulations to Haunt of Hill House for winning Best T V show. Um that's it. That's all the categories done. It's over. the the year is over i mean obviously this is a very very long episode so thanks for sticking with us if you're still listening um but i guess to quickly round it off kind of what are your thoughts on the overall year obviously we saw a lot of movies this year and i guess kind of comparing it to the last couple um Mm. would you say it's as strong because i I feel like 2017 was a very standout year
1: i yeah i think it was incredibly strong i think like um i think this year it was more because last year it was the cinema horror Mm. You know, and in the cinema horror that killed you know we had split we had get out we had it we had um happy death day and all of these kind of like killed at the box office and like straight up got sequels straight away mm. um or pretty much all of them and then um you know this year we really have got the scale of horror you know we've got these really interesting little indie movies you know we've got life Changers. we've got um you know unfriended we do have these big quiet place movies but i really feel like we got a bit of everything this year we got a ton um, of uh you yeah. know like i say um of our old characters you know michael myers coming back on our screens and everything else and, uh, and overall it was i thought it was fantastic and like we've already got a stacked 2019
0: to look forward yeah. to I don't even know if I'm ready to even think about it. 2019, because yeah, like it looks insane yeah. already. I, I, I really feel like we we are in a golden age. Of last year was exceptional, and I really didn't think this year would compare. And now looking back on it, I'm like, man, it really is toe to toe. And I, I, some days I'm, I'm I'm leaning more one way, and, and some days the other, um, because yeah, la- last year's was so strong. And like I mean, last year's top five was insane for us. Um, yeah. And I and I feel like that was probably still stronger, but I almost feel like this year's top ten was actually better overall, um, be- yeah, because of the main reason that you said is that there's more variety in this year's mm-hmm. list, um, and yeah, just the amount of stuff that we know for 2019, but also the amount of stuff that we don't know, um, because you know that's always the fun about this show. You know, the best surprises, the, you know, the life changes as well. They're certainly not going to be on our radar right now, yeah. Um, and yeah, Definitely. we'll hopefully we'll hopefully find out about them soon. Um, but yeah, that was it the year ender is done the year is over another um, year over
1: year three in the books guys
0: i know it's it's insane um so yeah obviously we'll be back in the new year um and we will be talking about all the new movies hopefully black mirror will have will have come out at that point and obviously bird box is the one other netflix movie that we want to check out i'm so excited for bird box yeah for sure and uh also we'll have sort of uh mike's annual upcoming list um Hell yeah which uh, is going to be very long because there's a lot of movies coming. I out know, which, yeah, but it does unearth
1: little yeah. gems like a Quiet Place. So, yeah, you know.
0: But yeah, yeah you've yeah, got look, no. that to look forward to. But yeah, thanks for listening for another year. This has been awesome. Like for personally, for the show, this has again been our best year so far. Um, it only gets better each year. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I cannot wait for 2019. We've got the, yeah. the 20th anniversary yeah. Fright Fest to look forward to.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, we we are kind of overwhelmed with the the kind of you know interaction we have with you guys and kind of you know the, the how much the show grows year on year and it drives us to watch more and more movies i don't know whether we'll watch more movies in 2019 than we did in 18 that'd
0: be difficult we'll
1: try um <laughs> and you know it really does give us the drive to keep doing these episodes because you know it, hearing the excitement and kind of when we put an episode out and we get those twitter interactions mainly you know th- that that is why we do this because we just want to enjoy you know that has always been our message and it continues to be that you know having read all of the twitter comments so many of us have enjoyed so many different movies but we're mm. all just enjoying horror and that's what we're here for just to have a great time and see some crazy horror movies
0: yeah 100 i completely agree um but yeah that was episode 126 our best of 2018 special uh congratulations to a quiet place for winning best film and of course yeah. all the other winners um thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon See you later, everyone. they
2: You'll die anyway. Shut up, I can because I never could. How could I start